for the talent section, she was supposed to perform a medley from the Fantastics. She started with Try to Remember, and she couldn't. <laughs> Is that the whole line? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Am I supposed to know the show? Is this from Golden Girls? This is from the Golden Girls. Oh, no. <laughs> this sounds like, is somebody doing stand-up, or is this like a real, just a drag? Is this somebody doing stand-up? There's only one episode where somebody did stand-up on the Golden Girls. Cute. No, it's okay. not from that episode. Fine. Uh, so then, I'm going to say that this is about Sophia. Mm. And since it's about Sophia, Dorothy probably said it. Mm. Final answer. <clears throat> yes. Okay, so Dorothy did say that, but she was not talking Damn about it. Sophia. She's talking about Rose. She was talking about Gladys Goldfine. Who the hell? Who is another woman who was at Shady Pines. Wow. Dorothy. And Sophia had entered a wow. contest, a mother-daughter contest, wow. and Sophia specifically wanted to beat Gladys, and they did. <laughs> okay, that was kind of a trick. Not really. I mean, you of. still got it right. It was Dorothy. It's true. You're not supposed to guess who it's about, so I'll accept that. So here's your question. <laughs> okay. Which one of these actors was not on an episode of The Golden Girls? A, Mickey Rooney. B, Burt Reynolds. C, Johnny Carson. D, Mario Lopez. This is a very easy one. What's the name of A? Mickey Rooney. Barely know who that is. Okay. So I'm going to say it wasn't him. Because I definitely remember Mario Lopez. He was the Cuban kid mm-hmm. who got deported. All right. Burt Reynolds. I, f- I remember Blanche saying, Mr. Burt Reynolds. So I just feel like he had to be on. He was on. Talk yep. about him in more than one episode. Yes. Yep. And then who else? Johnny Carson. Oh, was it? Yeah. I, I think Johnny Carson was on the show, too. I'm going to go with whoever A was. Forgot again that Mickey fast. Rooney? Yes. Okay, so you're wrong. Damn, so it was Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson was not on the Damn. show. Damn! Mickey Rooney played Rocco, one of Sophia's boyfriends who was a fake gangster, and Google Dorothy Mickey didn't like Rooney. him. Who is that? He was in Phantom of the Megaplex. That was my first memory oh, of him. Oh, that little man. Oh, okay. All right. Well, whatever. Fine. Still much fair. Much more fair okay, you don't have to than do, the questions you know that what? you asked. I actually can't from wait or whatever. To, I actually can't wait to get right back in. Go right ahead. You can go right back next <laughs> these, week. Yes, that's and fine. I, and I, I am going to have even better uh, trivia questions for sure. you. Guys, so okay. can't wait. Just know that I make mine up. Hey, I made up the one about the name of the actor who played Stan, and you didn't know who he that was. That was trash. You'd be asking people, How oh, is well, that trash? He was on the show all the time. What was the blood type of, oh, of no. Blanche's blood mammy? Like, girl. He was on the show about Stan? so He was much. a recurring character. Okay. Recurring but role. Still, but still. Boo. He was on the show a lot. Nobody <laughs> knows the names of anybody outside of the four golden women. Sure. But fine. Black Excellence this week. Shout out to the Zeta Beta Omega chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Don't forget they incorporated. Um, In Flint, Michigan, they have raised $20,000 to assist with the fact that Flint, Michigan still does not have clean water. Still. Here we are. Does not have clean water. In 2018. We're still talking about this. This is still a thing that's happening. 
in America. <sighs> yeah. So I'm reading this on Because of Them We Can. It says the active AKA chapter has been providing water to community members since the crisis began in 2014. My God. I'd like you all to remember that it is currently the 4th of July. I was going to say, I feel like we've been talking about this. 2018. For years, but damn, did not realize it was literally that long. When they saw no end in sight, they reached out to their corporate office for additional financial support. The corporate office offered a $10,000 gift. Shout out to them. And the regional chapter then matched that amount. They've also been instrumental in pooling funds provided by resources from all over the U.S., totaling upwards of 80000 so nice very very nice shout out to you ladies and your um it's pink and green right it's not like coral and emerald or something specific Uh, i believe i have a few family members who are aka so it is salmon pink and i'll see that's what i was i think apple green Uh, i don't know i might have that part wrong your colors are lovely and you all are as well (laughs) so shout out to y'all i love to see fraternities and sororities helping out the communities they are a part of that is so dope well, happy Holates. Um, I don't know why I said it like okay, that. Okay, definitely. I was like, is it like Ho Pilates? What um, sure. I, I mean, y'all Pilates are, all the time. Y'all are going to be doing Ho Pilates all during this holiday, I'm sure. Somebody going to be busting it wide open in front of the firecrackers. So today we're going to do a uh, mailbag. Yes, we are. So, uh, fun times. Digging into the trash together this week. My God, what you deal with on a weekly yeah, basis. Yeah, you see, every now and reminder. then you look at it and you're like, huh, this is Anytime this is we bad. do a mailbag or if I just go in there for whatever, I'm just like, my God, like some of the stuff in here. Be I'll like, never forget when we were talking about adding this segment. <laughs> you were like, I mean, yeah. And then I was like, I'll check the inbox. And you were like, OK, let's do it. Like you did not want to have to log into this bitch no idea week. what you're talking about yeah okay no it's fine but i believe it because wow yeah some there's of a this lot in here there's a lot is ms so so who you want to start do you want me to start yeah you should go for it just just you know pick one and, and dive right on down. all right let's see where do i want to go first hmm oh i had one of my let's go with a messy question first why not yeah right? why not all right, so actually, this is sort of messy, but also confusing. Okay. I questioned whether or not I wanted to read it because, A, I feel like it's not true, even though the first thing it says is, hi, guys, this is not clickbait. Um, so it's either a lie or it just is written in a way that don't make no damn sense. Okay. So here we go. By the way, it is from uh, Electra Abundance, whose email address is also electraabundance <laughs> at Gmail. So I'm mad that I didn't make up this email because obviously this person just made this. Right. Within the past few weeks. Maybe days. So <laughs> nice. um, my sister, it says, um, my sister is a woman in her early 30s who is also a hopeless romantic. So much that she is always dating someone at the bottom of the barrel. Her now boyfriend is 34 with six kids. His youngest is just months old. And to my knowledge, (laughs) he is a repeat felon. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay, if anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. 
With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Oh, no. Uh, the title of this email is Boyfriend Fell Through the Ceiling. Seriously. Okay. We'll get to that. All right. I come home from work and there are cop cars outside of our mother's house. We live at home. I walk in and see my sister's eyes red from tears and two cops speaking with her. The cops then proceed to tell me there's a hole in your ceiling. So I naively respond, well, we've lived here for about 10 years, so the house is starting to settle. Then I come to my senses and say that doesn't explain why cops are here and go. not maybe a contractor to fix the ceiling. <laughs> He says, you know Jason, right? And they leave shortly after. This is where I start to get confused. I immediately look at my sister and ask what's going on and don't leave anything out. Long story short, she says they tracked him down, him being the boyfriend, to our house. And he has warrants for burglaries. And he assaulted slash ran from a cop after getting stopped in her car. Okay. Which I guess explains how they ended up at our house in addition to them staking out our house for the past week. So they have... They've been known where he was at and I have guess. been following his ass. It must be serious if they were staking him out to find his ass. I mean... They don't do that they don't if you be, took right. gum out of the five and dime. <laughs> you must have really right. done something. You are fucking up. Jesus. She ends up getting the hole fixed in my room by a family friend. But last night, my mother was ranting about how she doesn't care for the relationship and jokingly said she's going to look him up after finding out he was in jail to see what he did. So here's the thing. I'm assuming that the mother was not there when this whole thing happened. Right. 
Um, okay, so, so it goes on to say, I decide to Google his name first to see what she could possibly find. And there's an article with our address in it regarding oh the arrest. Oh it no. says not our exact address, but the 1200 block of, of such and such, such, and such Yeah. Mind you, I have told my grown ass sister to tell our mom repeatedly. But if the cops are ever at someone's because if the cops are ever at someone's house, the homeowner deserves to know, especially if an arrest and ceiling holes are involved. Fair. She even mentioned to me that the family friend who fixed the hole called her to ask about the ceiling holes just because he generally cares and is nosy while my sister was sitting right next to the mom. Okay. You would think she would take that opportunity to tell her then, right? Wrong. So once my mom started asking me questions and connecting the dots out loud, I just fucking told her. I don't feel bad because I told her dumbass to tell our mom immediately because mom is an Aquarius and hates to be embarrassed or told information she should know by strangers. We definitely have that cliche TV nosy neighbor who will literally flag my mom down to stop and ask about cops. Yes. And I didn't want my mom out here in the streets looking fucking crazy. Mm. But the plot twist is now our mom is mad at me. Another plot twist. Because I she feel like there have been just many. Couple. Many. All right. This is like the girl with the dragon tattoo or one of those like Everything is happening. Everything is happening. Because she says I should have told her. Of course, I said I told, I told, I guess, the sister to tell you and asked her if she was in my shoes, would she have told you? She lied and said yes, but whatever, girl. So then she cussed me out and called me untrustworthy because I should have known I should have known my conniving sister would not have told her. Okay. Am I the? Am I wrong in any of this? I don't think so. I also don't feel like. I also don't like feeling like a cast member of Love and Hip Hop and an SVU crossover episode. Uh, okay. I guess that's the end. It says that she changed all the names already, and obviously my name ain't Electra Abundant, so you can right. just read it. But, okay. So, so the boyfriend's, uh, the girl, the sister's boyfriend, is trash, and mm-hmm. clearly, you know. They say it's just a big, rich town, and he just comes from the <laughs> poorest part. So, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the fuck his major malfunction is. So, maybe I missed this, but were there holes in the ceiling because they were shooting with the cops? I don't know. How that part was magically left there? out. I'm assuming that they chased this nigga to the top, to, to the house. Mm-hmm. Somehow, I guess, maybe he got up on top of the house. to. I don't know. There was no explanation on how he fell through the hole. Okay. Or um, where the hole came or from. Or where the hole came from. She said she came home and there was a hole, her sister crying, and the cops was outside. <laughs> this is too much. And then a family friend fixed the hole promptly after. I'm guessing very promptly because it mama... Been within a day or so. Because it sounds like... It's all in the dark. Okay. Um. Well, I understand that if you go through something this, you know, traumatic, that you may... F- omit details when you know recounting this story because there's sure. just so many details to remember and the nigga fell in her room not in his girlfriend room <laughs> well, not even in the mama room your room i mean i would say are you wrong no it was your sister's responsibility to tell her about her trifling ass boyfriend absolutely and the shit that he did in her house one thousand percent your mama taking it out on you is your mama being mad and want to take it out on somebody and why she's not doing that to your sister or maybe she's doing it to both of y'all like both of you trifling bitches should have told me what happened in my house like that maybe i could understand but i would look at it like 
Mama, it was not my business to tell. Right. And so, therefore, I did not tell it. I gave her an opportunity to tell you. She did not take it. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you now. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I have had to do that before. Tell people, if you don't tell somebody X, Y, Z, I'm, I'm going to do, do it. it. And I'm going to say that I told that nigga to tell and he didn't. And that's the only reason I'm coming to you like this. Like, so, I don't see the problem. Right. I don't either. I feel like your mother is just very pissed that she's been housing a felon for all this while. And... <laughs> And so she's taking it out on you when you don't really deserve that. But I feel like everybody should be focused on getting this man as out of far lives. away yes. from everyone in the home. The number of children, the, the the number of felonies, the number of warrants. And he just had a baby with somebody else a couple months ago. Right. How How is your sister this emotionally connected to somebody who has a newborn? In her car, running from the police. A nigga who is in so much trouble that the police actually have like special detectives assigned to find him. They have checkpoints. <laughs> They've been knowing where you live at, girl. They was just waiting on a chance to get his ass. And did so in your sister's Mind car. blown. Everybody needs to focus on getting this nigga out the house, out of y'all's lives. A question I would have is, is this type of behavior uh, typical of your mother? And like her blaming you for other people's mistakes, your mm, sister or otherwise. That's a good question. Because if it is, then I would like... I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to lead you to the same answer regardless of whether or not she... <laughs> but if she is that way, then I would know, like, not to go... Not to involve myself in anything that does not have to do with me mm-hmm. and my mom. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But I would make a point regardless to say to the both of them, like, I'm staying far and wide out of both of y'all business. How about that? Like, the <laughs> end. Please do not bring it to me. If the police bring it to me or if one of y'all niggas bring it to me through a hole in the ceiling, I am going to leave that with y'all. I'm letting you know now, do not turn to me in the future and ask me why did I not say anything because this is the answer. This moment right here, this the result it. of yep. this bullshit that ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Not my house, not my nigga. Like, somehow it's my fault now when I was trying to be honest and fair with everyone. So I'm not going to be involved in anybody's business from here on out. Just letting you know. Yeah. In fact, maybe even come up with like a petty, like not a safe word, but just like a phrase. So in the future, if this happens, you could just say that phrase and bring everybody's memory back to this moment. Right. Like, right, right, right. Remember the last time that this happened? Remember when that nigga fell through that hole in the ceiling in my, in my room? Does everybody remember? Just say holes. And I told you. <laughs> Like, that's just your word for when word. you say holes you know, like oh that's right when you are not in it and you are staying far away from it holes like I do understand your mama being like this is my house I'm letting y'all's grown asses stay in my house Obviously. and so I need to know what's going on in when, my house yes totally understand that get it and so maybe you know in the future you know if you don't have the mama you could talk to like that which you know sometimes you can't just tell it your happens. mama what you will and won't do that's true so in the future I would tell my sister like look bitch the next time one of your goofy ass boyfriends do something dumb you got one and a half hours to tell mama <laughs> before I FaceTime her and be like this is what's happening in your house right now look at <laughs> it it's debris everywhere and I did not do it like it's gonna be one or the other like 
your sister has to step up and take responsibility for herself and her actions and the nigga that she has invited into her mother's house and the things that he has done because you can't be getting cussed out over shit that ain't it just is not fair right it's not fair and i would be i would be like stuck on how unfair it was that this had nothing to do with me the next time i come home and there's a giant hole in the house i'm grabbing a (laughs) post-it and i'm writing on it that this ain't got nothing to do with me putting it on the front door and I'm leaving. And I'm walking back out. I will be at the public library until the rest of you are home and have decided who is at fault. I'm going to call Mama Avenger. Did you get my note? You home yet? Did you say, okay, okay, no, you're I'm not home? Oh, okay, girl. Text me when you get to the house. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not dealing I'm with that. I'm staying away. Good luck to you. Hopefully your sister uh, leaves the fuck niggas with brand new babies alone. My God. What is like these six kids that ain't yours? And a repeat felon. It's just, it's so much and it's trash. But we're going to move into some dyke drama now. Yum. This one comes from Marsha. Marsha says, I'm a lesbian woman in a relationship with a bi woman. Everything was going well until she found out that I cheated on her in the beginning when we first got oh, together. Oh, it's your fault. Okay. We weren't serious back then, and I know that's not an excuse, but that's how I felt, so I messed up, and I've been on my P's and Q's ever since. Ever since I actually started to have feelings for her. <laughs> okay. So you decided to stop fucking up once you realized you liked her. Okay. Niggas. I guess that's common, right, it's common nigga logic. Yeah. When she found out, so, yeah, when when she, meaning the girlfriend, found out, she asked for a free pass, and I said, fine. <laughs> of course she did. What? She, she went and People slept with a man, weird. and I don't know why that bothered the shit out of me, even though I knew she was bi from the beginning. If she slept with 10 different girls that night, I would not have been mad. But anyway, fast mm-hmm. forward after I somehow got over it, and she now thinks she's pregnant. <laughs> okay. I created this mess and now it has taken a turn I'm not down for. She says she will abort the baby if it's true. And honestly, I don't want that on my conscience. I just want to say fuck everything because I'm not ready for or even think I want kids. And now there is no trust between the both of us. I know we love each other, no question. But is that enough in this situation? What would y'all do? Is it enough for you, sis? Marsha. That's what you need to be asking yourself, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha. Because it sounds like you kind of know where this leads. This is a, this is a lot. <laughs> and so you have to be honest with yourself and ask yourself. Do you want to do you want to keep doing this with this girl? Are you trying to be step mama? Uh, to another steady. <laughs> maybe, maybe step you're daddy. A, maybe you're a steady. Step steady. Maybe Listen. not. Who knows? Um, to this nigga's kids with a woman that you already admit you don't trust. Yeah, like y'all are... When you could just... <laughs> this is just... Break up with her and... So you were... you Scissor someone else. <laughs> so you cheated on her. Yep. Admitted to it. Yep. Instead of forgiving you, she asked if she could cheat back. Right. Instead of saying, no, that's not a foundation for it. I mean, it is fair. Mm -hmm. But instead of saying, that's not a very healthy thing for two people who are supposed to be in a committed relationship to do cheat back and forth. It's (laughs) also not healthy to ask. (laughs) I just want you to notice all the layers of how y'all got this relationship. Walking right through it. There's a lot going on (laughs) that y'all should have rethought. Instead of saying, babe, that's not a healthy way for us to deal with this. You said, sure, go ahead and cheat. Have she went it. out and fucked a nigga, so it's not even cheating at that point. <laughs> you got mad because she's bisexual and slept with a man. 
which is your own issue with her bisexuality, not anything to do with her. Because mm. you said she could have slept with 10 girls and it wouldn't have been nothing to you, but this one nigga with a dick, it was just like the worst thing in the world. That's your issues to deal with as far as dating by women is concerned. And now that you said you have somewhat got, gotten over it, so you still are kind of mad about it, now she's talking about she might be pregnant. Mm. I... So there is no, as far as I'm concerned, I don't even know why she came to you with a might be. It needs to be an I am if you are going to approach somebody else about a pregnancy. Like <laughs> That seems Don't sensible. come to me about it if you have not, you know, taken the clear blue said pregnant or the doctor said pregnant. Like mm. You need to have something confirming Just a these little suspicions something. of your, I mean, they sell pregnancy test down at the Dollar Tree and they work just like every other pregnancy test does. So she should have went down there and handled that first before she came to you with it. But I hope you followed me along as I retold your story so you could have seen at all the different places where y'all should have broken up. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of them. You actually should have broken up with her when you decided to cheat on her in the beginning back before you really cared. You should have just cheated on her then or broken up with her then. And then it would not have even been cheating on her. It would have just been you being single and out here fucking these hoes. I mean, yeah. wrong with that. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I also would not feel comfortable encouraging somebody to get an abortion. I feel like that's a very personal decision that I don't right. want to influence one way or the other. Agreed. But if you know you're not ready to be stepmama, stepdaddy, steady, whatever your role would be in this situation... Then let her know, you know, I support your decision, whatever you want to do with your body. But you and I don't need to be together regardless of whether you keep this baby. Sounds right. One hundred percent. Yep. <laughs> you can you are free to make your decision. But as far as a relationship between the two of us, that does not need to happen no matter what, because our foundation was shit. And then we just kept adding more to the shit pie and hoping that it would yeah. turn out as like blueberry and it doesn't go like that it doesn't work like Mm-mm. that so good luck to you marcia because that girl this is that's too much y'all should have been stopped see people act like we just hate straights and the gays do everything right <laughs> and the alphabet girls and boys are just the pinnacles of relationships but ignorant hard-headed people think that we be doing trash shit all the time as well just, yeah every <laughs> all, all the, the live long day <laughs> Like, Our relationships are garbage as well. Very much so. So don't think you ladies can escape these niggas by coming over here and getting you a dyke and think things are going to work. Especially because out. you don't really, as a, a queer person, most of us don't have someone who, when you're growing up, is kind of teaching you how to be in a relationship. Oh, right. No. You they act like it's the exact th- same thing as straight relationships. Like you're just kind of given the whole whatever talk or guidance straight people would have been given because i didn't have any gay elders please please absolutely not i mean like many of us you know were hiding it or in denial of it for a very good portion of our Mm -hmm. adolescence and early 20s and maybe even further along into lives and stuff like that so you don't even have many people to be like this is how niggas are like gay (laughs) niggas this is how lesbians are this is how these people you know so we be out here all a mess too it's time to break up with her 100%. That should be done. Regardless. Amen. All right. So this comes from someone that I will call Paditra. Cute name. Not really, but okay. Oh, it says, please give me one of those funny names. Well, I tried. Well, there you go. All right. So... 
Patricia says, many years ago, I met a guy from another country who was in my city on business. We had an instant chemistry and began a situationship. After he left, we stayed in contact and did all the things people in long distance relationships do to keep things interesting online. Unfolding. Okay. Lower parts on Skype. I'm suing. Got it. Got it. When he came back to my city again for work, we stayed out all night kissing and talking and canoodling. Uh, how does one canoodle? Is I, that like a... I don't know. I actually thought that was just something rich white people did on the beach. That's what I thought too. It's like... It's I thought like, all these like celebrities canoodle. Yeah, I feel like... Right. I feel like you have to have a certain degree of wealth right. to canoodle. Okay. Everybody else just cuddles? I don't know. He went home again and we resumed our daily Skypes. A short time later, he told me he was moving to the States to be with a woman who was now his girlfriend. My heart was broken, but we never established an an official boyfriend-girlfriend thing, so I sucked it up and after a few months, we resumed contact as friends. Fast forward a few years. He has since married the girlfriend and had a child, and I am now engaged to be married. He is a musician and put out a project as his friend. Now, sis, if I had known Uh that this nigga was... You know what? Let me be quiet. As his friend Uh-oh. I shared it with all of my friends who like his style of music to rave reviews one of my best friends who knows our story really loved it really in all caps so you know where this is going oh, no. he happened to call while she was visiting my city so we all three had a fun FaceTime conversation this is where you fucked up he found her on my Facebook friends list well I guess he could have done that regardless friended her and they began chatting a few weeks passed and they are now taking talking daily but she says to me i know he's married i don't want to continue to be a part of this do you sis (laughs) but she also asked me how i feel about her talking to and possibly hooking up with him sounds like you have your mind all cleared up right total understanding of what you want to do okay Uh, i told her it was strange but they are grown which is the same thing that i told him She apologized for being a shitty friend and for even thinking it was okay to get involved with a guy I was involved with in the past. I let it go since she said she would continue. She wouldn't continue the relationship. The next thing I know, he's telling me he's into her and will be visiting her city for work and asking her to show him around. I said, whatever, and do you, since she assured me she wouldn't be hooking up with him. Yesterday, she hit me up all dramatic, saying she had a confession. She really (laughs) likes him. And they fucked. Of course they did. I know that I'm in a relationship. I know that he and I were never officially together, but I had feelings for him at one point. He broke my heart. Is this a violation of the girl code or am I tripping Paditra? So Paditra, is this a violation of the girl code or am I tripping? Now, I am not a girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I cannot go Would into it be a violation of, of the, the gay girl. code? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just because maybe it's a violation of the people code, like the person code, like the feelings code, the mm. friendship code. There we go. Let's call it that. I think it's a violation of the friendship code. Yes. You want to know, like, with the clear indication of that violation when she admitted to you that she was being a shitty friend for even considering to fuck this nigga that mm-hmm. she used to deal mm-hmm. with. Yes. So she knew it. She acknowledged there. it. Right. <laughs> you don't have to wonder about that. Were you ever in an official relationship? No. Were your feelings involved in this nigga at one point? Yes. So that's bad enough. But if you don't even want to be like, yes, you're in a relationship now. And so you should not really. I'm not going to say you shouldn't feel pressed about it. I don't even I'm not even saying that you are pressed about it. Mm-hmm. But you can simply um, 
keep these people away from you mm-hmm. for the mere fact that they're trash. Right. And not even just trash for fucking each other after the history that you have had with this with this guy, but the fact that he is married and has a child and is fucking your friend and everybody knows this right. except for his wife. Right. So they just both seem like trash <laughs> and I wouldn't want to have anything to do with them yes. altogether. Yes, that is where I was going to end up. The both of them sound... Like, they have no business calling themselves a friend of yours. Because right. this young man is not off the hook by any means. In fact, he's the wrongest out of all of you. <laughs> he's the worst. <laughs> he's the, the worst. wrongest out of all of you. Because he's the one who swore in front of God and everybody else he wasn't going to sleep with nobody but that lady. And that's clearly not the case. Nope. So, he's wrong for, to, for what he's doing to his wife. He's wrong for sleeping with the friend of somebody else who that he slept with. Your friend is wrong for sleeping with somebody her friend has slept with. Like, that's where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. I'm not sleeping with anybody that one of my friends slept with, not knowingly. I'm pretty sure I've never done that regardless. But <clears throat> still, like, it's wrong. I feel like it's wrong to sleep with somebody that your friend slept with, regardless if they were in a relationship or not. Now let me tell you something about the gay niggas, right? Like, they all know each other. Instagram, everybody is liking everybody's are pictures. The exact same, especially so, in smaller cities. It's there's a very good chance, especially if we're talking about like gay <laughs> black men, that you either have a friend who has slept with the same person as you, or you will make a friend who has slept with somebody you've slept with. Mm-hmm. It's just like it. It I don't know, but it's that is one thing. If it's like, oh, we both dealt with the same person at one point or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hey, right. we're super. Versus like you dealt with this person and have feelings for this person mm. or had feelings for the person at one point. Okay, and now yes. I'm trying to go and do it too. It you is know an what I'm important saying? distinction. If you liked him and y'all fucked, then that is different than if you y'all just fucked and you was like, girl, I don't care. That's community dick. Like that would be something else. Or if it happened before the two of you were friends and then over the course of right. your friendship, you were like, oh, girl, <laughs> we dick sisters or whatever. Right. Something like that. That would be different. But this girl was your friend, knew about your history with this nigga and then called herself falling for him and fucking him, even though he's married. Like, she's just at first I was going to be like, oh, it's good for her that she acknowledged she was being a trash friend and she right. was going to drop this right. right where it was. I was just like, yeah, right. Oh, girls. No, not at all. The dick. <laughs> Even just the thought of the dick was too much. And, and honestly, if you think about it, there it shouldn't even come as a surprise that they fucked, you know, to you. Because if they were willing to be playing these games and pursuing each other and flirting when Man. they knew that this nigga was married and right. you saw that, you knew that they were like pursuing each other, liked each other, whatever, before they fucked and this nigga was married the whole time, the, it shouldn't surprise you that she... That they would fuck even though y'all dealt with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a way bigger betrayal that this nigga is cheating on his wife than right. it is that they slept with each other and you were friends and dealt with. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. they both trash. I just want, want nothing to do with either one of them ever again. And you had the nerve to be sharing this nigga SoundCloud links and putting him on. Yeah, Ungrateful. I don't know. I don't know why you did that. Kind of sounds like maybe deep down you still have feelings for him or you still think he's fine or something like that. Maybe. maybe I mean, if you're still attracted to him, that's your business. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're not out here being stupid, acting stupid or whatever. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong to see somebody that you were attracted to have feelings at one point and and still be like, oh, that nigga still look good. But if you're not (laughs) like, you know what I'm saying? If you're happy in your relationship, you're good in your relationship right now, you can still admit 
and acknowledge the fact that both of these niggas are trash for what they did. Past the fact that your friend violated you, mm-hmm. everybody is violating their wife. Right. Everybody. Right. She knew about the wife and she slept with him anyway. So that's still wrong. It's still wrong. It's not as wrong as what the husband's doing, but it's still wrong to do. So, I yeah, I would probably cut ties definitely with him. Probably with, I would be so disgusted with my friend for sleeping with a married man and not getting nothing out of it. Like at least <laughs> if you're gonna fuck a married man, let him be rich and paying your car note or your rent or something, girl. You out here fucking regulars? What is wrong with y'all? I don't get it. Yeah, I would want to keep my distance from the both of these people. So. Good All luck right. to you, because that's that's rough. That's that a rough if. one. Yeah. So our next question comes from Petty LaBelle. Yeah. She wants to know if she should for, if she should forgive her dad, even though his mistress is a little baby bitch. <laughs> Petty writes, I'm currently semi-estranged from my father. About 12 years ago, he left my mother because he wanted to start a new life with his mistress. He had been having an affair for several years and was ready to finally be happy. God, niggas are trash. (laughs) Since he has sacrificed, quote unquote, so much on behalf of our family. While I was well into my 20s at the time, having your parents divorce, especially under these circumstances, really fucks with your sense of self and your view of love and family. Mm -hmm. I felt some kind of way about the situation and I did not talk to my dad for nearly three years while I worked through it. It wasn't until he was diagnosed with cancer that my resolve to not fuck with him anymore began to break. Oh, gosh. I realized that tomorrow isn't promised and that although our relationship had been strained, he was the only daddy I had and my love was unconditional. True. Hmm. Well, fuck that. I mean, Unfortunately, and I'm sorry, girl. We back. We talking about you. Yeah. Unfortunately, <clears throat> my father seems to think that I also need to accept the bitch he cheated with. See, that? that's where he's wrong. <laughs> That is just where you're wrong. (laughs) While I have never forgiven my dad for cheating on my mom, I still love him. His girlfriend, on the other hand, does not mean shit to me. And she she should consider herself blessed that I don't cuss her out every time I see her. I mean, when I visit my dad in the house that he bought to live in with her and her children, I typically don't talk to or interact with anyone in the house outside my dad or my siblings if they are visiting with me. And no say the siblings are lucky. Because to be quite honest with you, I wouldn't be paying them nothing but dust and debris, too. No, she's not talking about her kids. Those are, I don't think. Oh, those are the other kids. Right. She's talking about her siblings with her mom if they're oh, visiting okay. with her. I thought she was talking about kids. No, I think the girlfriend's me. kids uh, get ignored as well. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying if if we're talking about the girlfriend's right. kids. If, right. If It's not totally clear. I just don't want to have anything to do with you. I'll speak if spoken to, but ultimately I treat her like a vapor. It might as well not exist because it can't affect my movement. And she acts the same. From the outside looking in, I'm sure it's awkward, and I bet it makes my dad feel uncomfortable, but that's not my problem, because I'm not the one fucking her. Right, hello. After my last visit, (laughs) my dad called and told me that it was disrespectful for me to be in their home and not speak to his girlfriend. Well, guess who's not coming? I remind him. I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm acting like this is me. I'm just, (laughs) I'll just never see you again. You got me full circle, oval fucked up. You don't even have, rhombus. Is it a rhombus fucked up? Rhombus fucked up. I reminded him that we have been in the room together several times and she hasn't said hi or how you doing to me, but I wasn't walking around distraught because somebody didn't speak to me. He tried to tell me that some people are more sensitive than others and it bothers her that I don't like her. I told him that it's called self-esteem and it's not my job to make her feel good about herself because yet again, I am not sleeping with her. And I don't give a fuck about you. My father told me that if I can't be nice to his girlfriend, then I am no longer welcome in his home. That is. I said that was cool. Hello. And he would not have to worry about hearing from me 
unless it had to do with my brother or my mom. Mm. Ultimately, I think he was bluffing, and I don't think he expected me to agree to his bullshit terms. Too bad I'm stubborn and petty, and I'll be damned if I interact with his childish, insecure girlfriend. Good night. She doesn't grasp that if I can make you cry by not speaking to you, imagine what I could do if I decided to engage. Hello? Like, yes! After this call, I didn't speak to my dad for over a week after having spoken to him on a near-daily basis. It's been several weeks since the incident, and recently my dad has started calling and acting like the previous exchange never happened. When he calls, I keep those calls short and sweet and void of any small talk about me or my life because I feel like if I'm not welcomed in your home, I'm not welcomed in your life. Am I wrong to continue to ice my dad out? Should I simply forgive him for being another dumb nigga with his nose wide open over a basic bitch? I miss the relationship that I was building with my dad, but my petty won't let me forgive his stupidity. Please help. Love the show. Best regards, Petty LaBelle. Well, I think I know how you feel. So, okay, this is one of those uh, moments where I have to say that, you know, ideally, you know, in a Carrie Hilson world, in a perfect world, that was the name of the album. No, not I know. That Carrie Hilson it's is, just not. Those things aren't the same. They aren't. But no, I, I remember. Um, What we would be doing here is giving you, like, the best case scenario, like, the, <laughs> like, Proper, touched by an angel advice and telling you to be the best you possible and connect with your faith and um, pray over stones or whatever. (laughs) I can only say how I would honestly feel in situations like this and how I know I would react. I'm not going to sit up here and try and blow no smoke up your ass and tell you to do something I know full well I would not do or feel the fuck bad for. First of all, it would probably take something like of like an illness, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Such as cancer for me to even want to build any right. kind of relationship with you after that. Right. But me coming into this house where you and your side bitch live, if you think for, if she, if either Father, one of can you, you hear me? thinks that I am ever going to ignore, the fact that I come into close quarters anywhere in mm-hmm. or outside of the house, with this woman and don't go off on her every single time, I feel like I should actually be like, I should be getting a pat on the back. Rewarded I should for be that? like, at least someone should verbally acknowledge that, you know, I'm doing great. Because, <laughs> especially with how petty and emotional my family knows that I am, I've told both of my parents when I was like a kid, teenager, or whatever, when they would have arguments, like, just know you'll never find love again. Because, I will make it a personal mission. I don't care if I don't live in the same city, country, or whatever. I will go out of my way to ruin it. I will. You will, will never happiness from you. <laughs> You'll never have love. You can find happiness in loads of other ways. You can go like fishing or do whatever other shit. Have a night out on the beach, or whatever. It. You just won't be doing that with no other niggas and no other bitches. That's just the end of the discussion. So I don't. I honestly don't give a fuck how your Saho feels. I never will. I don't respect her. You cheated on my mother with this woman. I don't like her. I'm never going to be nice to you. I'm never going to care about you. It would be best that you act like I don't exist the same way I act like you don't exist. You should not feel bad about me not liking you. You should feel understanding about me not liking you <laughs> because you were a part of an affair that my father had on my mama. I'm never going to like you. And you should just take 
the the quietness, the fact that I don't look in your direction, you should take that as the biggest blessing. You still get to be married to your hoe, my daddy. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. You still get to live with this nigga in a house that he bought. And you don't have me going outside your head. How could this get any better? Right. Shut the fuck up. And if you over here think that I'm somehow going to be sobbing my night to, you know, myself to sleep at night or whatever because you are or excommunicating me from you and your side bitch house. It isn't happening. You have the game all fucked up. Hopefully there's a warranty, bitch, because I can't do anything for you. I will happily not come back. And that's just how I would deal with the situation. Mm -hmm. And honestly, if the next time I don't, this is like dark and I don't mean, I'm saying that if this were me in the situation. Right. Okay. If the next time I saw my daddy was at the funeral, I make my peace with it. I honestly feel that way. That's Like I, I, I do because it's not even just like the amount of disrespect and and men in this situation, especially like older black men, it seems like mm-hmm. they feel like they could do this kind of dirt and leave all of this baggage in the wake of their mess. And then everybody, especially the kids, simply because they're his child or right. his children, mm-hmm. should just do what he says. Yep. Like at the end of the day, I'm just going to fuck you because I'm your daddy. And... OK, and nigga. And, and so now what? You grown at this point. The day that you left my mama to go be with your hoe, you stopped being my daddy. You stopped being. You started being the nigga who's fucking hoes out here. Well, who happened to well, be a part of making me? Right. You know what I'm saying? I and do. Like, I do. I do know. And no shade. Like I'm not even really speaking. I don't know of my father ever cheating on my mother. My parents are still married and stuff like this. But I'm very sensitive about my parents, especially my mama. Mm-hmm. No shade, daddy. I love you too. I'll kill anybody for you. But I'm <laughs> a mama's boy through and through. Yeah. Don't you ever Same. get it fucked up. I will happily never see you again, and I will never see that bitch again. And honestly, if that bitch is crying at the funeral I'm getting her kicked out (laughs) (laughs) it's okay it's okay so I will say that I absolutely understand your feelings about this I will say she is not I don't think the mistress is in the wrong for not wanting somebody in her house who does not speak to her Mm. I don't I do not think she's wrong for that I think any place where I live, like this is my home. Like, yeah, it's me and your daddy's home. He bought the house, I'm sure. But it's your home because you right. live there. That is right. Her home. Right, right. I don't want nobody in my house who feels like they have an attitude with me and are not willing to speak to me. So I don't think she's wrong for that. I don't even think your daddy is wrong for saying that if you're not willing to speak to her, then you are not welcome in the house. Both what I think your daddy <laughs> what I think your daddy is wrong for is literally everything else. <laughs> All of it. Him calling you and being like, you can't come over here and act like that. It's him acting like the problem is with your reaction instead of all the things he did to make you feel that way about that woman. You wouldn't feel no type of way about that lady because you wouldn't know her ass if your daddy wasn't cheating on your mama for years and then finally left her and decided to be with her. And he's probably cheating on her ass, too, because... Why not? In fact, nothing about this letter even says they got married. She calls this woman the girlfriend. So apparently she's still the girlfriend after 15 years of fucking this nigga or whatever. I don't know for sure. But he has to. 
acknowledge the ways that he's hurt you because that was really traumatic what he did to you Hello? and to your mama and your brother and he needs to acknowledge the hurt that he put in your life he needs to apologize for it he needs to include all of y'all in like family building exercises if therapy is included in that so that everybody can start to work through the way they feel about it then you know things um along that line but what you can do is just come through like this is me and my bitch. So if you don't like it, get the fuck over it. This is what's up. Like, how could I respond to that right. with anything but cool? Right. How? No right. problem. So it, it makes total sense to me that you responded to that. Well, fuck y'all. I'm not coming to your house then. And and it'll just be like that. And I don't know why she want me to be her friend and so see, damn bad anyway. What you said just then about him taking responsibility and being the one to get these like group family exercises therapy and stuff like that going like if he were the one to make that effort acknowledge that the reason that people feel this way is because of what he did to fuck up right then i feel like if i were in that position it would help me a lot to maybe get to a place where i get i come to the house and i see her i'd be like hey girl Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's that. But you're not going to do all of this fucked up traumatic shit to myself, to my mm-hmm. mama, my siblings, right. or whatever. And then I just come over to this bitch house and I'm supposed to just do whatever the fuck you and say. And just be nice to her? Like, no I'm, no, I'm not being nice to her because as far as I'm concerned, this is this bitch is part of the reason that, you know, me and my mama and my siblings went through so much hurt back in the day. Which is true. She is part of that. And everybody grown, all of the adults in the situation. I know you're an adult now too but like and you probably were when it happened but the people in the parental roles need to step up and do that and it's way too many black parents who feel like you just gonna do what I say because I'm the parent and that's how it goes no. and I don't apologize for nothing because I'm grown and you don't know nothing about grown folks business okay well guess what bitch now I'm grown as well and you have to reckon with what you have done and your daddy needs to do that so what I would recommend is sending him an email detailing all your feelings and letting him know this is why these reasons are why I'm mad at you. They are why I'm mad at your bitch. That's why I come in that house and say whatever I want to. And if you would like to have a relationship with your own blood daughter, I suggest that you straighten the fuck up in these ways. Apologize for what you've done and make efforts to bring us together. You want us to act like a family? Make us one. Right. You can't just bring this bitch around like she's like I'm supposed to be like, oh, stepmommy. You the one added to the family. But you then did you just this. Don't wanna... Right. And just going to force everybody to just be cool with it or don't talk to me. Like, Ugh. all right, nigga, that's the way to die alone. That's the way to die alone without any of your children who have loved you all like kids. This is what happens when black men are not taught how to deal oh, with and acknowledge feelings. Man. This is exactly what it is. Because niggas are so like ready and willing to go out in the street and fight and box and cheat and do whatever kind of wild adventurous whole shit, but not like deathly afraid to sit down to somebody and actually talk about right. feelings yes. or say something that may hurt their feelings mm-hmm. in an honest way or whatever. Like niggas are just ill-equipped when it comes to dealing with emotions. If you're going to have a family, you're going to have a relationship, friendships of any kind, that stuff is going to happen. So you can't just keep running into a brick wall every right. time you have to deal with emotions and then seem confused when nothing yes. good happens or yes. nothing different happens. Yes. Like it's so frustrating like whatever yeah because it's something you have to deal with it's probably everybody who has a black parent knows like about dealing with that to some extent because a lot of them are like that with that don't question me i'm the grown one type of attitude but you're grown as well and so you get to say listen i don't accept this and you just won't be in my life if this is how you feel but 
I've said what I had to say. Now you can either be a grown man about this, step up and take responsibility for what you've done and try to make it right. Or you cannot. That's up to you. But it ain't no meat off my dick either way. <laughs> and maybe you don't want to say that exact yeah, maybe, phrase maybe to your daddy. But I'm just know. saying, <laughs> sometimes you got to let these niggas know, like, you can't intimidate me into doing whatever you want no more. I'm not scared of you. You're not the boss of me. And I know a lot of y'all are clicking your tongues right now talking about, oh, you just don't know my I mama. Never, you just don't know mind. my daddy. Okay, well, maybe your mom and daddy would never disrespect you like this. And you don't even have to say these things in a combative, like, argumentative way. No, it's way. very matter of fact. It it's is. Very, this, is a, this is a statement of fact. If you I are, am not dealing with this. If you are saying it from a, like, a... Uh, a factual way and these are facts Mm -hmm. and you're not saying it with a nasty tone there's there's nothing like your parent can't logically be mad at you if you are responsible for yourself and they're absolutely wrong Mm -hmm. like come on he just has to take responsibility good luck getting a grown man to do that especially (laughs) if he never has before (laughs) (laughs) good luck but yeah I'm 55 years old and I'm still here Mm -mm. I wouldn't be bending over backwards to accommodate neither one of them they grown asses and she knew she was wrong right they need to come around to you and try to make try to mend things with you and your brother more than anything else. Because when I tell you it waves, she would have been like, you know, I don't like it when she comes over here and doesn't say anything to me or whatever. I would have smooth told them, well, you cannot be here when I'm coming over, <laughs> or I cannot come over. It's one it's of the two. Which you. one do you want? Because I'm gonna hate you pretty much forever. Right. Regardless, I'm not gonna like you. So, good luck to you, my dear. Hope, um, Petty. Hope that works out. But yeah, sorry, your dad's being garbage all right let's do another one here for our break all right right, so this one comes from someone i'll call um remy mars so it says my closet gay cousin um uh knockout uh is or was upset with me Okay. Because I sometimes hang out with his ex that he's been broken up with for three years now. My cousin and I live in different states, like a million miles away. I think you could be like a million. Anyway. Okay. I don't, okay. His ex, um, um, I need another porn star's name. Oh, is that what you were doing? I think so. Uh, oh, nothing's coming to me. Quick, 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 quick. How come I can't think of none of the girls? Um, My cousin Pinky. Sure. His ex, Pinky. Oh, his ex is a guy. I was like, Pinky could be a guy's name. Pinky could name. be a guy. Pinky was in Friday. Oh, this is a bunch of gay niggas. Yeah, they're all gay. Got it. Okay, so his ex, Pinky, moved to the same state as me, just different cities. So the gay world is only that big. Of course, we'll run into each other at the clubs. Plus, we have mutual friends. So I posted a video on my snap of me, my boyfriend of two years, and his ex, Pinky. Oh, no. When he saw the snap, I posted... When he saw the snap I posted, that caused him, his sister, another cousin of ours, and his whore nephew to start talking shit about me. Whore nephew? I just love a good whore. (laughs) Like, the word whore. Damn! I just love it. Not a whore nephew! And, okay, so they started talking shit about me and throwing subliminal messages on social media. Mind you, the nephew stole one of his boyfriend's a few years back. So the cousin that's mad because he's hanging out with his ex Uh has a whore nephew that stole one of his boyfriends a few years back. uncle's boyfriend? Right. Oh, this is too much. And got into a full toxic relationship with the guy. So I'm like, okay, so how old? This is what you're talking about when you said the gays be... But see, a lot of niggas know a lot of people 
have nephews and nieces that are very close to their own age. Yeah, because yeah. Because they mamas and they sisters was pregnant at the same. You know, time. I was wondering that at first, but then I realized I have an uncle that's like a couple years, a couple months younger than me. Yeah, so, it was a girl in class with me who had a niece who was like a year younger than us, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, I was blown by that. <laughs> people ask I me, said, I was just like, "What?" My grandpa just never stopped. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kept just going, kept going, having a good time forever. Okay, so the whore nephew stole one of the cousin's boyfriends a few years ago and got into a full toxic relationship with the guy. Maybe that left my cousin with a sour taste and thinks that I'll do the same thing to him. I'm not a hoe. I have morals. I have the best boyfriend. And there's too many niggas out here to settle for my cousin's ex. Mm. Hallelujah. (laughs) My cousin's argument is that it's weird that we are friends because we became friends through him. And he wants to protect his current boyfriend's feelings because he thinks if his boyfriend knows that I'm hanging out with his ex, um, Pinky, Pinky, um, as friends, then he'll think that the family still likes the ex and oh likes the ex better God. than him. So what? I'll just um, park real hit quick. Let's just pull over. Okay, that's a lie. Yes, it is. This nigga still fully has feelings for the ex or whatever, and is mad that you're hanging out with him. Yeah, and. It's also confusing because this he This shit about I think the family man. will like the ex better than the new boyfriend. What? Yeah, the boyfriend's things. Yeah. No, he's telling his cousin that his boyfriend thinks that the family likes the oh. ex better than him. Well, who the fuck cares? Right. Like, <laughs> what the fuck they got to do with me? Fuck if your family don't like me. Let's just get that clear right now. I'm not trying to impress none of them niggas. Me having a friendship with your ex has nothing to do with your boyfriend's feelings. It's not like I flaunt the ex in y'all's face. I don't bring my cousin's ex up to him, nor do I talk to him about my cousin. Or no, do I talk to Pinky about my cousin? The situation got so immature and out of hand. Me and Pinky said it's not worth even being friends anymore if it's going to cause problems with me and my entire family. He thought my family still liked him, but if they did, why attack me for being friends with him? So he stated... He stated your bond with your family is more important. Okay. Oh, okay. They all listen to the show, so they may get more oh upset. God. Work. Oh, no. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, everybody. We tried to be stealthy, but maybe you get him. Um, they may get upset or hear you guys' opinions and wake up. So was I wrong for being cool with my cousin's ex, or does my cousin and them need to grow up and let whatever insecurities they have go and let God love you guys so much? Uh, yeah. So this is from Remy. Right. Remy? Right, Remy. 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 So, Remy. Remy. Like Remy Ma, but Remy Mars. See, I thought, I thought you were making a joke about Remy Ma. No, Remy Mars is actually a porn star that is a joke about Remy Ma. Oh, I guess. okay. You know, like, like porn stars will, like, name themselves after a real celebrity sometimes, yeah. and Mariah Carey had soon that sued one oh, bitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, a gay porn star that's, like, an infamous power bottom, Remy Mars, Super, you know, he's done a lot for the community. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, that has nothing. I don't, know, I don't do know his it. work, but that's fine. So, okay, so this nigga uh, was hanging out with and friends with his cousin's ex. The family got mad at him and made up a whole bunch of excuses as to why they're mad. And yeah. he's just like, "Nigga, what's poppin'? What's I problem? don't think you're wrong for being friends with Pinky. That, I mean, really, friends. You were just talking about how. You know, with gays, the circles can be small, and mm-hmm. sometimes everybody knows everybody. If you're not fucking your cousin's ex, then I don't see a reason. At the very least, be... you're gonna see each other a lot, right? Especially because you and Pinky live in the same state, but not the same or, city, right? Not the same city, but city. But I'm assuming, yeah, you're in a different 
state from your cousin, like right. a very far away. Yeah. So it it just I, I don't see a, an issue with y'all being friends. I don't. I just think that if he is I don't he think, being I don't your think cousin, he's over the I don't think he's over the boyfriend like he says he is. Right. Or if he truly were and content in this situation with his current boyfriend who he's trying to make it seem like, you know, his feelings are the reason that he's upset or whatever, even though that's not true. Like, if he actually was over this ex, then it wouldn't be a problem that y'all was at the club together and the nigga was in your snap. Not only just in the snap, but in the snap with you and your boyfriend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, y'all I don't... sound really young. Yeah, they probably You didn't put are. any ages here, but I'm guessing not Nan, one of y'all is older than 23. But they've been broken up with for three years. He's been in a relationship with uh, uh, Remy's been in a relationship with his current boyfriend for two years. I don't think it says how long the cousin has been in a relationship. But I just think that this is petty. The whole family is being petty. petty. You know what, though? I would be curious as to why they broke up. Because if they if if Pinky Mm. did some old like treacherous Might shit. Might have been some dirty shit. Just some That's old true. scandalous shit. Yeah. Then I would be like, okay, I see why they're mad at me, you know, having nigga on the gram or right. Snapchat or whatever because he's trash <laughs> and we should be excommunicating. But like, if y'all pop up at the club together and there's no hard feelings and all the rest of them niggas live on the whole other side of the fucking country, yeah. everybody is in relationships aside from this nigga right now. I just don't understand what the problem is in taking a selfie with the nigga. Yeah, I'm thinking about my own past relationships and my friends could be friends with pretty much any of them niggas like it's only one that i person that i would expect my friends to not have any and probably because with. of how it ended and it's 100 percent because of how it ended <laughs> absolutely it ended in a very very awful way and all my friends know that and so i would not expect them to want to be friends with that person but the rest of uh, them exes like why would i give a shit now i might to my friend or cousin when i see them again say some old like petty shit that i don't mean like i oh, I saw you and your friend hanging out at the club right or i might make a little joke about right. it. right i'm gonna joke i'm but not gonna really be, be a mad joke, right because i don't really have feelings for none of them <laughs> right, like, so, <laughs> so i really don't care however your cousin is sound like he do still care yeah and then he got the whole family involved now everybody's coming snap and they're coming for you why are y'all coming for me and not for him much. it's too much who are you mad at <laughs> right it's too much i, I mean if yeah. he's like somebody that's like that absolutely did your cousin dirty and everybody should hate him and y'all are going to brunch every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then I could see why they're annoyed. But if it was just like a typical old breakup, you know, such and such, as in, you know, whatever, yeah. and you happen to hang, you know, see each other and take a picture, I just don't think it's, it's that deep. It's not that big I don't of a think deep. It's yeah, that deep. I agree. I don't think it's that deep and I think that... Everybody, the him, his sister, the other cousin, and the whore nephew all need to get over it. <laughs> now, he did make a good point about the whore nephew who apparently stole one of um, the cousin's boyfriends. Oh, yes. So maybe they feel like, you know, he's already gone through this whole drama of having a family member steal an ex or steal a boyfriend oh, and blah, blah, blah. But that ain't got nothing to do with you. So if that's the case, right. maybe I would ask, like... Like, what's the real issue? Right. Like, I hope you know that, like, I don't care about that nigga like that. I want that. you to know, I'm not whore nephew. So if you <laughs> want to ta- talk to me about WN, you need to <laughs> direct those feelings to whore nephew. If you want to talk about dubbing, dubbing, <laughs> I'm not dubbing. I'm not taking responsibility not for what dubbing. dubbing has done. Okay. I won't do it. I mean, you don't get to treat me like I am that nigga. Yeah, that, this is, 
I'm just, I think I'm jealous that you have this many gay people in your family and I, and I just have me. There is no one else even, there's not even a bi. There's nobody but me. Just out here gay and all just alone. Just all alone <laughs> with the queerness, 100% just alone. Just come home to Thanksgiving. Like, like on a, both sides a little is. bit. Like, I have nobody. One. But it's fine. Just it's me. fine. No, it's fine. <laughs> all right. So that, let us, let us take a brief break and yep. we will return. Okay, so it's time for some more trauma. It is. And I am going to read a letter from Troglodyte. <laughs> yes. Pretty sure I said that correctly. I think you did. Don't know what that is. I don't it's not a dinosaur, right? It's like a word for a monster. I think that it is. Let me Google. Not a dinosaur. Not a person a who lived in a cave. Yeah. But it is prehistoric terms. Sure. So around. Or a person who is regarded as being deliberately ignorant or old fashioned. Me. Great. <laughs> So, Troglodyte says, let me get a, get this out the way first. I am a nigga, a nigga of the highest order. All I right. try to be I'm open scared. and understanding of everyone's lifestyle, but I won't sit here and pretend here we go. that I don't constantly war with the biases and archaic gender roles that I was taught were the norm in my youth. I try to catch myself when I'm being judgmental, but it's not second nature yet. That being said, I am the proud father of a beautiful, dynamic, thoughtful, and self-identified queer daughter mm. as she seeks her degree in leadership studies with a minor in sociology and women, gender, and sexuality studies. Starts. I've noticed her in pictures with studs at events around campus. Work, <laughs> Let me be clear. I want nothing but happiness for my baby, but whenever I broach the subject of her personal life, I feel like I'm encountering a wall that I wish wasn't there. I really want my baby to be able to tell me anything in a judgment-free zone, but I don't want to cause her any discomfort by putting my nose somewhere I haven't been invited. Right. My question to you is, as you came into the realization of your sexuality and self-identification, what kind of parent do you wish you had growing up? Thank you for considering my question. Your oh, show is God. a nice break from the usual sports podcast I use to make it through my day. P.S. Tell Kid, tell Kid Fury I can get him front row tickets to the Boston Vipers if he's interested. Sincerely, Troglodyte. Look at what you've done. They're going to the Super Bowl. They definitely are. Also, congratulations to the Clippers for getting um, LeBron James. So close. The Love Lakers. it so much. Um. Mm-hmm. and all of that money. And I, pr- I assume that your traffic is going to be 10 times worse now, but you're going to have 10 times more fun. Yeah, if you guys weren't. I don't know if the if Lakers fans were at the games in the past few. I don't know if they've really I'm shown sure up like the that Lakers since Kobe. Well, they've been kind of trash for a while. So, okay. uh, and who knows what this new season will look like. I know the, so, the East got to be pretty mad at the West these days because everything is just... This means that... LeBron oh, no. and Aisha's husband won't be able to play in the finals against one another because they're both on the West. That's correct. So what they might end up having to do is play each other in the conference, the conference finals. Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> in the, the playoffs. Western Conference playoffs. Till we find out who is to going who to is play. the baddest bitch. <laughs> yes. And then they play somebody from this side so of the So proud of you. I mean, you grew up in a basketball city and everything and yep. still just kind worked of barely have that. Yep. Yeah, worked for the Heat. Yeah, yeah, how did I, I forget that? And just have no knowledge. But um very proud of you, friend, for Thanks. paying that tiny little of attention to sports. Uh, Troglodyte, I will say... That you know uh, that you are ignorant in some ways. You open the email with that. (laughs) Yeah. 
and you say I appreciate you, it. you said right. You're you're admitting to it, but you're saying that your daughter can't talk to you about certain things, or you feel like there's a wall up, and there is because she knows her daddy is ignorant about certain things. Mm. So why would she feel like she can talk <laughs> to you about busting it wide open with these studs when she knows that you have these, as you said. Um, biased and biased ideas and archaic gender roles in your head. Like, and I mean, I'm even, not surprised that she doesn't feel like daddy can be the first one she calls when she's having trouble with one of these niggas. Even if she wasn't dancing to nice for what was with studs, yeah, I would assume that she probably wouldn't be super comfortable coming to talk to you about dating and sex and. Mm-hmm. Whoever the fuck it is that she sleeps with, just because you her daddy. I mean, I don't know if you right. have like an open relationship in terms of discussion of everything else. I don't know, but mm-hmm. if you, to me, if you want to have that kind of relationship with your child, I think I would just say that to her without expecting a response. You know, just mm-hmm. kind of like. I just want you to know, like, I hope you know that regardless of what you may think of me or regardless of what you think my reaction to certain things might be, I want for you to be open with me. I want you to be able to talk to me about whatever. And I will do everything that I have to do to give you a healthy uh response and a fatherly response and mm-hmm. come at you with nothing but love and if i need to be you know if i need somebody <laughs> to hold my hand and walk me through some of that you can let me know and I'll do, you know what i'm saying like you can be ignorant though without being judgmental and you admitted that you try to catch yourself when you are doing that right and that's what you need to work on because yeah. you can say that all day long but your daughter's in college, and so at this point, she's figured out that she can't come to daddy about certain mm, topics, and yep. you don't want it to be that way. So you have to say those words that Kid Fury just gave, and then you also have to show her mm-hmm. through your actions that you are a safe place for her to go, and she can talk about you know her queer women struggles or whatever. And not, you know, it's not like she's expecting you to reasonably be able to fix it. It's not a situation where you'd be like, I'll go beat that nigga's ass. Like it's not like that. You know, maybe she just wants a parent to guide her and to feel like she can talk to you about it. Obviously, that's what you want. So I would say you definitely have to tighten up as far as your reactions to the things that you have been biased against your whole life. Like you have to work on that so that she knows her father is a place to go. And maybe she will have to explain what strap up means in this context. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you thought she meant grabbing a pistol. She's not talking about about the nine. (laughs) So maybe she has to provide a little context, but that's much easier to do when you feel like your daddy is not going to wrinkle his nose and be like, what you doing that gay shit for anyway? Or whatever ignorant shit you may have said. Now, as far as the other part of the question, what kind of parent do I wish I had growing up? I don't have an answer for that. Just because, like, I'm grateful for the The parents that I have. You know what I'm saying? I, my parents are two Jamaicans from the country. Like, the woods sticks of Jamaica. Like, all of the things that my father told me about what would happen to gay people in Jamaica, just in his part of town growing up, like to see that and basically be told that it's okay and then have a gay son. Like I know that this is difficult or has been difficult for them for a long time. And I've also naturally maybe, you know, in part because I'm gay, I think a lot of in part because I, you know, was always gay. I, sort of grew into 
being alone and like dealing with my thoughts and emotions by myself and not sharing things with people. So I was totally cool with like dealing with my gay shit by myself. Right. Without talking to my parents about it. Right. Because I just did not see that as an avenue. I think it was probably harder for them. Like it is for you as parents to be like, this is a thing that my, my son is living with. And I don't know how I feel about it, much less how to talk to him about it or whatever. I feel, whereas with me, once I came to terms with it, I was like, all right, what a nigga's at. (laughs) Like, Like, I was cool. You know what I'm saying? Once I got in, to like late high school college and stuff like that and I had gay friends and all of that shit I was just like whatever like I found my little community and I was lucky to you know be able to find like a safe transition with good queer people that I got to be friends with and stuff like that because a lot of my friends got into the drugs and alcohol route right like the heavy drugs and alcohol not weed and And it's not hard to right it's not it, it's really not, especially if you are missing out on that guidance and that mm-hmm. support at home. Um, I felt the same way as far as like not really having any interest in talking to my parents about stuff like that. But that was also because they were so blatantly homophobic, yeah. like pretty much everybody else around. And my mama used to I had gay friends like junior, senior year. And then one day she was like, you know, if you hang around with them people long enough, that spirit is going to jump into you. <laughs> And I was like, girl, you are tripping. Knowing good and well, the spirit was already in. Like, the spirit's been here, sis. She was, but <laughs> she was it like, can't jump. that demon is going to leap right into you the more time you spend with them people. And so then I was like, damn, how do I tell her she's right? And I used to, I don't remember ever hearing my, one of my parents say something like that, probably parallel to it. But I do remember growing up hearing a lot of that in my family at mm-hmm. church and stuff. And when I got to maybe 15, 16 years old, it would, I would have to like hide the laughter because I knew how ridiculous it and people still feel that way to this day Mm -hmm. like I said I think it's probably more of a struggle for you than it is for her like if you're concerned that you know she's going to you know lose her way out here or just you know end up Mm -hmm. losing the battle to gay I don't know what it is that people be thinking (laughs) like I I would worry less about that and more about equipping yourself you know, with the tools, the resources needed right. to handle this uh, and have these conversations in a healthy and mm-hmm. sensible way. Because, listen, post-college, she's probably un- only going to get deeper into the world of, of studs. She might be a stud. And, right. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but it is also going to be easier and easier for her to not connect with you like that. So you have to decide what's yeah. more important. Is it more important that you remain a, a nigga of the highest order and I'm like this and I, I try, try to catch myself, but I don't always. Like, is it more important for you to act like that or for you to have an open relationship with your daughter? You have to decide which one of those really matters to you. I really wish that at least one but preferably both of my parents had approached the entire topics of sex and sexuality in very different ways but I never felt like I could come to them about what I was going through because I knew that they were going to strongly disapprove of it and probably put me in like I don't know one of them conversion camps or yeah start Mm -hmm. a prayer circle 24-hour help which is like traumatizing for people my friend i had a very close friend in high school whose mother kicked him out and he had to go stay with one of our other gay friends and she started a 24-hour prayer line for that ass and i was just like 
Does she know that you wouldn't need so many prayers if his, if your mama wasn't so damn terrible and he had like a support system at home? Like so much of his problem is that he doesn't have anybody showing him unconditional love and support. Damn. But, you know, y'all would rather bother God about it when God is like, well, damn, I gave him a mama. <laughs> like, come the fuck on. Do something. My daddy was swear up and down. He was not homophobic because he had an Elton John tape. He would swear it. Girl. I can't be homophobic. I, I bought it. Candle in the Wind and I play it all the time. It's <laughs> like, not. It isn't the same. It just isn't. Niggas are going to be saying that about Frank Ocean to their kids. Yeah. If they're not doing Excuse it now. Excuse you. I bought Channel Orange. I I bought it. This was before streaming. I was listening to Novocaine before you were born. <laughs> and your Call kids are going to roll their eyes at you and be like, nigga. And you're going to still be wrong. Right. Bitch. So you, yeah, you need to decide if you're going to tighten up or not, but do it now before your little girl gets even further away from you. And good luck. Okay. This letter comes from Anonymous. I guess I could have made up a fun name for you. Let's call you, let's call you Britta. Lovely. It says, hey, Kifir and Crystal, I have a dilemma. I've been friends with this guy for a few years. He's really sweet and a great friend. He even let me crash at his place when I was homeless, asked for nothing in return, and refused when I offered to give him money as thanks when I got back on my feet. A few months ago, I told him that I had feelings for him, and he told me that he was feeling the same. Shortly after, we started hooking up. The only problem is that when we hook up, he's the only one that ends in an orgasm. Don't get me wrong. I had to find the wrong somewhere. Like, there's some... What happened? There's always some somewhere. With everybody. Male, female. Sure. Don't get me wrong. I love giving head, but it's been three plus months, and a bitch is tired and wants an orgasm every Um, once in a while. Three months? I'm assuming of, like, pretty consistent sex. Oh, my God. I really value our friendship, and I actually do like him, but I cannot keep doing this. That's right. Stand firm in your truth. That's right, girl. How do I let him know that I'm tired of giving without receiving? Should I just give up and find someone that's actually willing to eat the box? Help. Sincerely, Britta. So you're not getting a vaginal... Or clitoral. You're not getting an oral climax. You're not getting it. Oh, no. So then what are you doing? Are you just his... You're just his. Just laying, his laying down, letting him right, do just, his business. <laughs> and every time I heard that on Color Purple, I'm like, girl, sis, it sounds so <laughs> That clinical. just sounded horrible. I, oh my God. I used to hate <laughs> that line so do much. Do business. Ugh. <laughs> That's what it feel like. Celia wasn't getting nothing out of that, and it sounds like you aren't either, like. It's fine to enjoy giving head. It is not fine to continue to have sex have sex with somebody who has shown zero interest in making sure you receive pleasure as well. Reciprocity is a very important thing in in sex. Why are we having sex otherwise? Like you could you could suck a dildo if you just wanted a dick in your mouth that bad. <laughs> and it would probably it's be more fun. Sex. I mean, no, of course it's not the same. But hell, maybe then you would at least get off because then you could turn around and <laughs> Turn on some vibrators or something and get that shit popping. Maybe then you would at least nut. Because I'm thinking, okay, well, if you're not having an orgasm, and I was reading like halfway through, I'm like, okay, well, maybe he, you know, niggas need a map sometimes. Sometimes you need, you might as well just put a little map. Get like a tramp stamp map. Oh, no. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Maybe sometimes (laughs) niggas need guidance. I really don't. And you know, I don't know nothing about how a vagina works. So... I'm just like, I can't help y'all. I feel like you might know more than the average straight nigga. You know what? I probably I do. I feel like you do. I actually probably do. <laughs> <laughs> I know enough. I really feel like 
like you do. I probably do. I feel like you know that, like, never mind. I mean, some niggas don't even know that women have, like, clitoral and vaginal orgasms. I mean, some of them think women pee from their vaginas. Well, some women think that. Oh, well, you know, it's true. Okay. So, anyway. Anyway. (laughs) This is getting sad. Yeah. I... So I was assuming that maybe at first he just wasn't hitting the right spot or doing whatever he needed, or maybe he's not lasting long enough. But when she said, "Find someone who's actually willing to eat the box," he's I'm like, "He's not even giving you head. Hell like, hell no. What are you? And you're oh, giving him head, no. and I'm assuming also letting him penetrate. Oh See? no, and you're not coming at no point. Oh girl. Mm-mm. So what is her struggle? Trina says, "Bitches, y'all better get tough." <laughs> <laughs> Listen. What? You have to, if you can't say to somebody that you're sleeping with, hey, I'm not getting off here, so we need to figure out how to make that happen, then you don't have no business sleeping with them. It ain't nothing, it ain't nothing so appealing about a man that I'm just going to ignore that you are having a great time every time we have sex, and I'm just sitting over here like, well, I mean, the systems were, you know, you put the key in the ignition, and then you just cut the battery on. Like you you couldn't you can't even start the engine like what what are we doing here right so I don't know what does she want what is she looking she for she wants to know how to let him know that she's tired of not getting off how? or if she should just find somebody else to do, to fuck well I would so if if they're not in a they're not in a relationship mind you right 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 so yes you should have been found somebody else to <laughs> fuck because it sounds like. He's not even interested. It's not like he's bad at it. He's not even trying. It's not, yeah, he's just not doing How it. How does apparently. he not eat pussy? What what year are we in? You I don't, don't know. Oh, see, that DJ Khaled shit. It's more than one nigga out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who is really not eating pussy, but yeah. expecting to get their dick sucked. And right. I'll be damned. So maybe I would show up one more time and be like, since you don't do oral, I guess we don't do oral. So, you know, maybe we'll just figure out a way to hopefully bring ourselves to climax together in another way. <laughs> You well, know. I just sound like she gets climax in another not way. I'm to sound like a, like a porn star. He's going to come don't. regardless because men are just fortunate like that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That you just need a little bit of friction and eventually, hopefully, you'll get there depending on stamina. I would not want to have a conversation with him about it because I feel like the answers are very clear in his actions. You can't ask him, do you just not care about me having an orgasm? Because the answer is clearly no. It's clearly no. It's I mean, been months. And he has not once given a fuck about whether you came to. If you really, for whatever reason, aren't comfortable with just finding another nigga to eat you out, which I would have been done. No shade. Been Especially since the, I'm not claiming this nigga. Don't it's sound like he's claiming me. too many people out here who love eating pussy. Like a lot. It's too many. Like a lot. It's too many. You would be on the ceiling. Girl. So I just really, don't. Do you know what you're missing? No, you do. Yes. You do <laughs> yes. know what you're missing. That's what's making you mad. It doesn't sound like she's a stranger yeah, to Yeah, no. A str- somebody who's never had one before will put up with this for a right. lot longer. Sis exactly. is like, now look. God damn it. I come over here for one reason. She said what I will not do. Yes. So yeah, I mean, if that's just something that you don't see, you want to just have sex exclusively with this guy or whatever or hook up with just this person um i would like crystal said i would probably just stop sucking his dick mm-hmm. and if he made a point to say something about it i would be like oh i just thought we don't do head i thought we didn't do head because you don't do head so. <laughs> but keep in mind that instead of him saying something to you about it he might just go find somebody to suck his dick which is fine you can go find somebody to eat your pussy or y'all <laughs> right your like, separate ways. i'm just saying that to show you the ease and just the- <laughs> 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 You could just Hello. scoop this nigga right on at your life, girl. 
it's just so easy. So, mm. yeah, it just doesn't make any sense, you know, like to yeah. not be having an orgasm. For what? I would honestly rather be alone. What? <laughs> like, there are too real. many different toys out here. You can plug in. They take batteries. Some of these charge up. Goodness. There's so many different ways. You could be having way more fun sex by yourself than what you're getting out of, out of this nigga. For what? That is a damn shame. That I is just, a damn shame. Really? Like, truthfully. If you are a grown ass woman in the year of 2018, you should be requiring for me. Like you said, there's so many niggas that like to do it yeah. as well as fucking get their dick sucked and right. all of that other stuff. So what would be the point of putting up with a nigga, I'd one of these damned. old, and, like these, what, why? Right. For what? You should be with a nigga who at the very least is mm-hmm. going to give you head back. Right. That should be like bare, bare minimum. minimum. It really is. Like, ugh. Fortunately, like I have not had to deal with many niggas in my sexual experience who mm-hmm. have just been like, I'm not eating you out. Oh, that's true. I've not had this problem with the state. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thankfully, whether I liked it or not. I actually it's been... have to beat them niggas off. Like, can you leave me <laughs> alone? I need a moment. Shit. Take a break. God damn, can I have some ginger ale? Like, chill out for a minute. But I A know that I like it, and B know the way that it helps the penetration process. Yes, right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just not going to be putting up with... Like, the sex is so much better if both of you are getting oral anyway. I don't... It's part of sex. What are y'all doing? Right. Y'all in there playing games. He is in there playing games with you, girl. Now, are you a child or not? (laughs) You gotta start asking yourself the tough questions. (laughs) Do you want to continue to play with this nigga? Or do you want to get off? Where do you where do you stand? Oh, good luck, sis. Our next letter comes from Renee. She said, I'm reaching out because I want to know if I've made the right decision with my relationship. I've been dating my boyfriend for a year when I decided to break up with him after months of trying to get him to see a therapist. Six months ago, he had a setback which altered the future we were trying to build together. Mm-hmm. It wasn't serious where we wouldn't be able to get beyond it, and I curated multiple plans to change things around. But for months after that, he would talk about being depressed and ending his life. And as someone who has come from the same place, I really worked hard on getting him help. At first, he said he didn't want to see a therapist, so I said, cool. Being the pseudo-psychologist that I am, I tried to get him to open up about his feelings. Of course, since he's an over-masculine black man, he didn't say anything. Mm. I then campaigned heavily on him talking to a therapist, even going so far as to try to get him on the talk space wave because of his schedule. He didn't take any of my advice, and he didn't use any of the resources I gave him. He acted like it was not a big deal each time he was no longer feeling depressed. Last week, he was hospitalized for dehydration, and instead of talking about getting his health up to par, he decided to say he would rather be dead. This has been his attitude for every setback he's received in the past six months. I tried to tell him that his son and I would rather see him alive, but he told me, what's the point? I told him that maybe he should talk to a therapist who would be able to help him, and he said that it wouldn't. I was livid considering a therapist helped save my life when I was going through it, and I told him that he needed to seek professional help and that he can come back to me when he's mentally healthy. He didn't put up a fight and said I was fucked up and that he wouldn't do this to me. I knew, though, that I wouldn't be able to keep fighting for the relationship if he wasn't willing to fight for it, too. I have high anxiety and was stressful during stressed during these past months trying to give him a reason to live. I knew I had to protect myself mentally, too. I want to know your thoughts on breaking up with someone who is going through depression but not seeking help or even willing to try to get it. Thanks for your time. Best, Renee. Um, 
This one's a little complicated. It is complicated. This situation is always complicated because there's really no easy answer or easy way to deal with it. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, I mean, really, you can only do your best. You know, I don't think that you could just go over to the nigga's house and throw a straight jacket on him and then like not go to sleep and watch him and take all of the sharp objects out of his house. Like, I don't right. You know, no, I think the best thing that you can do is check in constantly. <clears throat> True. And just continue to. Continue to just, like, push waves of, like, love and positive energy in his direction. Um, Yeah, like, I don't really know what you can do. I mean, you're really suggesting and trying to make an effort of pushing him in the right direction in terms of how to maintain um, his health mentally and stuff like that emotionally, especially not even just being a person who's like a friend and is suggesting therapy. Like you've been through this yourself. Right. So, you know, the benefit mm-hmm. to it. Right. If he is not willing to go, I, I honestly don't know what you can do to like drag him there. I don't know if you can do like an intervention or if you could like have a therapist pop up somewhere or brings like <laughs> I don't really know like if I wouldn't say don't do it mm-hmm. really because I would r- honestly be racking my brain with like any possible thing that I could do to help past here you know but really only thing I could think to say to this is you can only do your best you can only try your hardest and I would probably if you get up let's say you get up for work every day at like 6 a.m. at like 6 15, 6 30 before I walk out the house, I'll probably send him a text or something like that. Like, love you. I hope you're doing good. I'm always thinking about you. Don't ever leave us. And I would probably do that every single day until something changed. Right. Something that you hope will get through to him to let him know that people care. Yeah. But I don't think you have to. You said that you have been stressing yourself, trying to give him a reason to live. And I don't think you can put that on you. Yeah. Because the man has a child, like, not to not to just boil it down to this, but if his baby is not enough, like, if the thought of his child is not snapping him out of depression, then none of the tricks that you try to pull are going to do the same thing. Right. So um, I would say don't stress yourself over that. You absolutely do have to prioritize your own mental health because you right. can't take care of somebody else's if yours is not where it should be either. Right. And um, so if breaking up with him is what you need to do in order to stay healthy yourself, then do that. But I think that it's difficult in a situation like this because you don't want to feel like you're abandoning somebody during their time of need or you don't want them to feel like, you know, nobody cares about them or anything else. But you also can't force a nigga to do what is best for them. Hello. You can't make somebody take their meds. You can't make them go to the doctor. You can't make them accept help. You can't make them want help. You cannot do it. Does he need a therapist? 100 percent sounds to me like he should have been in therapy a long ass time ago. Mm -hmm. I agree that he does. But you can't make him do it, and it's not your fault if he doesn't. Yeah. It's not. You can't put that on you, sis. Like, you have shouldered so much of this man's pain that you acting like it is literally your pain, but it's not. Because you, not to be like, oh, well, he's not going to therapy, so fuck him. But you have taken care of yourself by taking those steps. 
to see a therapist and work through your shit or whatever else. So you can't you can't act like anything in his life is like also your responsibility. Like when you called yourself a pseudo psychologist and trying to get him to open up about his feelings and all that. And he still is just like shutting down and not willing to talk about any of it. I've been in relationships like that before where somebody was clearly going through it, but was totally unwilling to be real with me about it or be honest and, and talk about his feelings and was also totally unwilling to go to therapy because he felt like it wasn't going to help nothing and I don't need it. And I managed just fine. Even though, you know, the nigga got a drinking problem or whatever other problem, like coping in all these terrible ways. Right. It's still not on you to, to make that man get to where he needs to be. Like I, I'm I'm struggling with how to say this because I don't like, I think the idea Kid Fury gave about, you know, sending him a text every morning saying, hey, you know, care a lot about you, love you or whatever, hope that you're taking care of yourself or feeling better today, you know, whatever encouraging word you want to send. Like, I think that's fine, but I don't want you to sacrifice yourself because you're so wrapped up in trying to make sure that this man is Yeah, okay. absolutely not. Right. And I feel like with women, that's a very fine line and yeah. we are used to, to shouldering everybody yes to shouldering everybody Mm -hmm. else's burdens like my man's burdens is my burdens like okay that might be the case if your man went out and bought a big screen for the super bowl and it's on (laughs) both of y'all rent a center account (laughs) then his burdens are your burdens but and that happens it's quite a bit (laughs) when rent a center come be like where's our 48 dollars and 78 cents and you're like for what (laughs) Then y'all have shared burdens, yes. but something like this, you can't force a grown man to to go and do the things necessary to take care of himself. It's just sad and it's scary it's sad and, and all yes, of those things. All of that, but it, it it you're also a person. There's only so much that you can do, yes. and like Crystal is saying, you have to not get so wrapped up and attached into trying to save him that you fuck with your own mental health, your own, you know, uh, emotions and stuff like that, and then mm-hmm. stressing yourself out because then you can't help nobody, right. and now you fucked up too, right? You know what I'm saying? So like now your anxiety is all over the place, and you can't function. Because of somebody else's inability to function. And and so now there are two people out here not being served. You can only try your best, but you can't make him do anything. Yes. You can always say, listen, I'm here for you. If you feel like talking or if you want that Talkspace promo code or whatever, I got you. Right. And then go on with your self-care for the day, sis. You have to take care of you. You really do. And you deserve to. You're not wrong for that in any way. Right. So please don't feel any guilt about that. And good luck to you because that's a rough one. That's a hard place to be in. All right. This next letter comes from Babbage's. Love it. Babbage's is a girl. She says, hi, absolutely adore you guys. The podcast has gotten me through a lot of shit in life. Can I tell you how much I appreciate you too? God Most knows. of the letters, whether or not we say it or not, start yeah, with something I, like that. I usually skip that part. We don't need to hear compliments about It just feels weird. Like, well, y'all don't care about this damn show. <laughs> okay. You can use another name for me. Oh, God, thank God I did. Because she definitely put her real name at the bottom. All right. 
So, so I'm writing because I made the mistake of traveling with a sibling. We're both pretty young. I'm 23 and she is a fresh 18. So naturally, when we went abroad, we wanted to go out and have a good time. I anticipate having to keep an eye on her, but it turned into a full-time babysitting job. From basic things like not drinking drinks she put down 30 minutes ago. So not running away with a stranger when you don't know the city without telling anyone. Now I've done my share of fuck shit in the past, but what's really been bothering me is that the entire way through, she was giving me attitude and yelling at me in public when I tell her whatever she was doing was dangerous and or stupid and refused to apologize anytime she did anything that was clearly wrong like locking me out of our hotel room all night because she ran away with the key and losing the cash I lent her the night before To top it all off, she spent most of the trip insisting on spending my money and calling me a terrible sister when I didn't want to give her money to spend on things Mm. I considered a waste. I know she has money because my parents are still paying for her and putting money in her bank account on a regular basis. But she refused to use it, instead letting me pay for all of the hotels, trains, and food the entire way. The entire trip ended up being a nightmare having to keep a grown child in check in addition to planning the whole thing and dealing with all of the logistics. <laughs> no, Lord. My sister and I have never been particularly close, but this trip and the subsequent and the subsequent disrespect has made me really lose any desire to keep in touch with her. It has been three weeks since we got back, and even though I told her exactly why I was upset, she refused to admit any wrongdoing or even apologize and is insisting I'm just a bitch and an awful sibling. <laughs> My question is why am I wrong for not just letting this go and chalking this all up to her being young? I've been trying to get over myself for weeks, but I just can't let go of the fact that she can't even say sorry for spending so much time taking advantage of me, my time putting together the trip, and my wallet. While I really don't want to cut anyone off, let alone my own sister, I've been feeling more and more that I might just need to cut ties and move on. Do you guys have any suggestions of what I should do in this situation? Thank you so much. I hope you two continue to find nothing but success in your future. Thanks, Bill. So, um, the Babbage's... It sounds like, um, not only, I mean, yeah, your sister is young, sure, Mm -hmm. but 18 is old enough for you to know better, um, in terms of a lot of the things that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. It sounds like your sister is like a train wreck. Yeah, because what you were talking about here was babysitting somebody. Yeah, like for real, for real. Right. Like you weren't exaggerating. Making sure she doesn't drink out of old cups and. Making sure she doesn't go run away with a stranger when you don't know the city without telling nobody. What? Right. That's like something you tell like a three year old at the grocery store. Right. Stay by me. <laughs> right. Don't talk to nobody. Why should I should not have to hold your hand like that, sis? We're too old for that. She's We're overseas. Too old for that. Right. We're not even so you like. You would think the first time I went overseas, I was like ultra diligent. Yes. Every time I turned around, like keeping everything on me and just like. So her just being like, oh, fuck it. I'm 18 and fancy free. And I'm just being out here doing whatever I want to. It's just like, okay, well, you need to grow the fuck up. There are some things that can be excused due to youth, but she's putting herself in danger. And so to turn around and be angry at you because you're trying to keep her goofy ass. Right. Because you're trying to keep her goofy ass alive. It's just like, okay, well, guess who ain't taking your black ass nowhere? And you're only five years older than her. I would not cut my sister off with this, but we would not be traveling again until she grew the fuck up. The whole thing about the money would have got on my nerves, too. Mm -hmm. You mean to tell me, so you lost the hotel key, you lost the cash I gave you, but you were given cash and you just let me pay for everything and you just didn't have no problem with that. You have money. And expect me to spend all of my money on you. And on top of that, you weren't even 
She's going to get a whooping. You weren't even cautious with the money. I, I gave you money and you lost right, it. Right. You acted like, like it didn't mean nothing to you. Maybe because you had other money. So right. this money didn't mean nothing to you. But bitch, that was mine. You were fully taking advantage of me oh, and see. then calling me a bitch for trying for to make sure that you. you were safe. <laughs> like, nah, I actually don't have anything to say to you. I wouldn't be speaking to my sister for quite some time. If anything, I, it doesn't say in the email that you... um spoke to your parents about this. I'm assuming that you did. But it does also sounds like your sister, your parents know that your sister is a mess and spoil her because she gets yeah. money put into her bank account on a regular basis. I think I got an allowance for like a month. I got an allowance like, of $10 a week, but I was also expected to pay for my own lunch and lunch was $2 a day. I so got there you go. $20 a week, I think, for lunch. That was it. And there was like a time in my youth where I think my parents would give me like $10 or whatever a week for allowance. But that came with doing chores. Like, you that know what I'm saying? That was just part of the work of living in my mama's house. You know what I'm saying? Right. Was just, that was just, it wasn't chores like was you like did, rent. you did chores anyway. You know what I'm right. saying? We had to do chores regardless. But it was like, all right. Go mow the lawn, wash both of our cars, do this, do that, do that. Like, all of that stuff. And if you did, for a while, they did give us, like, a couple of bucks or whatever at the end of the week. But I remember my parents very smoothly, like, why are we paying you to, like, be children? (sighs) No. I mean, the fact that I was fully expected to use my allowance on lunch money and was given the exact dollar amount I needed to eat for the week. Let me know what my parents thought about allowance, <laughs> girl. My mama gave me twenty dollars, and I wasted it like immediately. I mean, I at twenty dollars, I would have been up. going ham in the cafeteria. Like, I'm getting cheese fries. I'm getting give me an extra roll and some chicken strips. So I just I lost it, but <laughs> I didn't know. I did not have it like that. I had to budget I my ten dollars across that week. Hate mowing the lawn hated it oh, traditional I house i never had to do it because traditional house my brother always had to but my brother didn't have to do the dishes i did i <laughs> trash trash you know what and i think i probably would have preferred doing the the lawn than me washing. too because mowing the lawn is fun well not it's not really. it's not fun when it's hot and then oklahoma sun can be a lot miami but, and humid ooh, mm, damn okay oh so you was cutting the grass and lizards and shit was like hey girl but my daddy Grew up on a farm. Never mind. In St. Catharines, Jamaica. You can't complain. My grandfather owned so much land that niggas paid him rent. You know what I'm saying? Like, he owns, like, damn near a jungle. And my daddy had to, like, the amount of grass that I had to cut, my daddy was cutting the block. You know what I'm saying? So my father was like, not only do I not care about what you're talking about. I don't care. I'm not paying you no money for this. But I did little, this because I was but born. A few little squares, like you're not getting paid for that. Go clean the goddamn yard. I don't, I don't hear nothing else about this. I'm sorry, we just went on a, a right. uh, allowance tangent. But that was to say that, like, your sister is getting money put place. She's getting direct deposits right. from your parents. It sounds like she's spoiled. She mm-hmm. sounds bratty. She does. And so I wouldn't have anything to say to her about it because she clearly don't have ears for you to listen. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I would if I had anybody that I needed to, to talk to. I'd probably go to my parents and say, all right, let me tell you how your child behaved abroad and how that bitch could have almost gotten herself killed. 
You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then how mm-hmm. she treated me for trying to keep her alive. I would like for you to pro- possibly have a, a conversation with her about it because I don't have nothing to say to her until I get an apology. That, but then again, I, like me, we're revisiting my petty. I'm not like I'm yeah. not going overseas. I'm 23. I'm not like 30 <laughs> now talking about an 18 year old sibling. You know what I'm saying? Where I'll probably be ready to go to bed at 10 anyway. So it's not. You know what I'm saying? I'm yes. 23. You 18. We both trying to be out here in the streets right. lit. Right. But I have to make sure that you're alive. And I shouldn't. It should not be that bad. Right. Like with 18 year olds, yeah, you do have to guide them into the world yes. of clubbing and all that. But that's talking like, oh, that guy looks kind of skeevy. Right. I don't know, whatever. Not, hey, girl, don't drink from this. Not, hey, girl, you don't know him. Where are you We're, going? You're not like, leaving in some foreign country. Like, bitch, have you ever heard of Natalie Holloway? We're not doing that. No, she hasn't. You have to. No. Oh, God, you don't know about me. <laughs> of course she doesn't. Bitch, you're going home. You are coming home with me or else mom and daddy going to whoop my ass. Hello? Therefore. <laughs> you're not getting killed on my watch. You're just you and I aren't vacationing again together. Period. Or if we do, we're going to Ohio. Even like we're not <laughs> going someplace where I have to worry about you. Even if like when we get back on good terms and everything is, I'm never. We're never. I'm never. She's going, going to have to demonstrate that she is a grown woman before I would get on another plane with that little family girl. vacation. Sure, because then mom and daddy can be the ones who right. are, you know what I'm saying, worried about you and trying to keep you from falling off a cliff, bitch. But it's not going to be me. Oh, a mess. All right. Well, All right. I was it my turn? think. Oh, was think, that me? That yeah, was, was me. your All turn. Right. But I think we are just about at the wrap up point. Do you want to do another one or um, shall we? Do we have reads this week? Oh, you know what? Sure. Okay. So then. It, all right, so let's so wrap then, that up then. Right, so let's wrap up uh, the mailbag. Thank you so much to all of you for giving us your pain, shame, embarrassment, and all that for our entertainment. We appreciate it very much. If you would like your question to be read, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. <gasps> my uh, Beyonce varsity jacket is on the way. Oh, thank you oh so much, Blue. I was so upset because I thought so much of my order was canceled, but it was only one item that was canceled. The rest of that shit came yesterday. My basketball shorts. I got my, my shorts. T-shirts, my I got my hoodies. My windbreakers. My hoodie. My my varsity jacket came. Bitch, it's too hot for all of that. My shit, right. My it's too hot for all of that. It's too hot for all of it, but I but was I needed like it. Waiting on October. I needed it. Yes. I literally got everything else. Like maybe Woo. week before last, the bandanas. out like everything. All that shit. All and that I just shit. didn't hear nothing about this jacket. I was terrified. Blue Ivy, thank you so much. Thank you, Blue. Much. I know you're overseas right now and just really did not want to be bothered with us, but we appreciate you. Oh, I can't wait to mashing see it. the buttons, sis. All right, we're gonna take a break. Okay, so we're back and we're just going to do some reads. Yes, do you have a read this week? Yes, it's pretty random and I don't even know entirely where I'm going with it, but I'm mad. So, here's the thing. Lovely. I was on my explore page, which is usually where some of the the worst things happen. The den of iniquity. Yep, it's a pretty awful place. Um, Just exploring on the gram. So, I fell into this reality TV. There's like these, there's these like reality TV pages that just post clips from dramatic moments and reality TV and stuff, which I love. So, I went on there and discovered a whole bunch of new reality shows that I have not even heard of because honestly, I can't even think of the last time I watched cable. But, (laughs) okay. um, Of the new shows I have been watching or heard of, I should say, there's one called X on the Beach, which I, I think I'd heard of. I think it's a show that was like on Australian MTV or something. But they recently did a season of it um, for like US MTV or whatever. That's 
bought the whole season on Amazon just because the fights oh looked hilarious God. on the page that I saw. <laughs> you would. Um, absolutely trashy, super, super funny show. And everybody in there was ridiculous. Um, and so then I fell into the challenge. Now, for those of y'all who were born in the 2000s, um, you may not know this, but there used to be this show called Road Rules, oh, and then there was The Real World, so and then MTV took um, people from both of those shows and put them together, and then it was like The Real World Road Rules Challenge, and they did a whole bunch of ridiculous challenges for a whole bunch of Viacom's money and shit uh, before taxes and then, you know, <laughs> drama and fighting. Right. And <laughs> so they still do it to this day. They're on like season, I think 32 is coming up. So I went back and watched season 30 because the clip that I saw from a particular fight was that season. So I said, what the fuck? I haven't watched the challenge in decades. <laughs> I think the last oh, no. season I watched the challenge was like the last one I remember watching, I think, was called Fresh Meat. And I stopped around there because it was that's when they started bringing in randoms. Like before that, right. it was people that were either on one of the shows that was on MTV. So I recognized them from a show that I watched. And then they just started having niggas apply on MTV.com or whatever. I'm like, and I'm not looking at them. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't them. care right. about these people. Right. So that was, I'm on Wikipedia, 2006, which sounds about right. <laughs> so um, I watched this new one called Dirty 30. Uh, this was last year that this aired during the summertime into the end of the year. Um, so there's a girl who is on the or was on that season and many of the the ones previous. And honestly, I feel like I recognize her from one of the seasons, but whatever. Her name is Camilla Nakagawa. I don't know. It sounds sounded like a Japanese name to me, but she's Brazilian. Okay. So. Uh, there's an episode of this Dirty 30 season of the challenge where um, if you're familiar with the shows, they'll do these challenges during the day. Typically, people who win a challenge are given some powerful position where they get to then choose who is going to go into an elimination round and possibly be kicked out of the game. Okay. Right. So that's, you know, they're still doing similar things. Now, this season, Dirty 30, they claim that they went and got a whole bunch of contestants from the challenge that, like, played really, really dirty games. So the theme is that, like, everybody is really raggedy and liars and deceitful or whatever. Okay. All right. Don't get it. Again, haven't watched in well over like 11 years. <laughs> right. <twelve>. So <clears throat> whatever. I'm Again, I think I knew like five of these people. I knew CT. I knew Anissa. Oh, CT is still on. <gasps> Anissa. Yeah. Okay. The lesbian from Chicago. <laughs> right. I think she's bi. Um, oh, right. My bad. Uh, yeah. CT is like a little thicker now. He's a dad. Um, I was always kind of. Derek K. I don't know. I don't know. Him. If you saw Derek's face, you'd probably I'm remember gonna Google him. him. And I don't really know the rest of them like that. Maybe a couple of them I can't think of. But for the most part, like the vast majority of these 30 people, never heard of them. Okay. So one of the guys on the show's name is Leroy. I remember seeing Leroy in promos for Real World Las Vegas in 2011, but I didn't watch it. So I recognized him, but I have no connection to the nigga. But either way, he was they they had an episode where everybody went out to like some club or whatever after challenges and everybody gets shit faced. Which is like, how are you on these shows <laughs> or even watch the shows and don't see that they completely exploit these people? Like they give right. them nothing but liquor. They throw it in their faces all of the time and like 
all right, let's turn the camera on now yeah, that everybody that is, is exactly faced. what they do. Yes. So the girl Camilla got drunk like many of the other people did. And on the way home, she's making out with some white boy who has a girlfriend and a baby at home. So that was already kind of scandalous. Um, and then she begins to like hump a, a pole. She's just what fucked up. What is going on here, sis? So Leroy is in uh, one of the bedrooms with some of the other guys. And they're talking about like voting in people to go into the elimination round because they're strong competitors vote versus voting somebody who did the weakest. Mm-hmm. Leroy's stance is I want to take out the strong competitors versus you know, possibly fighting the strong competitors and going home, right? right? So using a strategy of sending home strong people first or whatever. And he was arguing, like, at one point he says, like, you know, people looking at at, uh, other people in the house, like, who's going to take him out? Who's going to take her out? Whatever. That's what he says, talking to the men. The girl, Camilla, the drunk one, is off to the side, like in the shadow somewhere, listening. So when he hears her say, uh, who's going to take her out, she emerges into the light and goes, who? Who's going to take out who? You said her. Who are you you talking about? Slurring and just sounding crazy. And at one point he's like, what? I'm not even, I'm not talking about you. And then like, she's like walks up on him and he's like, whoa, like, what are you doing? So then she starts hollering at him. Like, who are you talking about? Are you, who are, are you talking about me? Oh, who girl. is going to take who out? You said her, you said her, mind you, there the are only her 15 here. men, 15 <laughs> women that started in the competition. Okay. You're hardly the only woman Simmer here. Simmer down, sis. He was not talking about you. Not even almost. Not to mention, she won the challenge that day. So, so she, she wasn't be even, eliminated no She wasn't going to be eliminated or go in the elimination round at all. Anyway, you were one of the people who had the position to choose who was going to be on the top of the block. You drunk and fucking crazy right now. <laughs> and you're listening to some shit that ain't got nothing to do with you. True. And all wrong. Loud and wrong. Woo. Worst two things to and be. you know how we hate it. So at one point, she starts getting like defensive and and I guess assuming that he's talking about her and says something to him like, you're just a black pussy. What? And so everybody, Leroy's I think the only black one in that room. Oh, God. And everybody in the room is just kind of like, huh? (laughs) In each of their interviews, they're like, what the fuck does him being black have to do with anything? So then she gets like increasingly agitated and is like trying to like, I think she pushed him at one point. So now they're separating them and like she's getting annoyed. All of them are telling her to leave the room. The man, Leroy, of course, his name is Leroy. Of course, his name is Leroy. He's being way more patient than I feel way more patient than I know I would have in the circumstances oh, okay. but like the average black person regardless of gender I feel like because as soon as you call me a black pussy it's time to fight <laughs> oh this is a man a woman well it's too bad for Leroy that I wasn't there <laughs> hello because I would have been her ass and I think him. the only other black girl in the competition was at that point was Anissa because of course they kicked the other two black girls out on the first episode and then Anissa I don't even think was in the house because in that season like they had this secret where if you get eliminated you actually go to this house called the Redemption House and then they bring you back later and you could go back into the game so I don't even know if there were any black women in the house at that time Mm -hmm. so Leroy I think was one of like two black people in the house and one of the other I don't think the other black guy was in the room I can't really remember maybe he was but Either way, there were no black women to, like, pipe up and haul off and beat this girl's ass. You know, so he couldn't really do anything but stand there and let this girl physically and verbally attack him. So then she's removed from the room. Oh, 
One of the guys, Johnny Bananas, a white guy who I can't stand, threw a pillow at her as she was like she turned her back to walk out. And she's like, who threw that pillow at me? Who threw it? And so she assumes the black guy did it. So she takes the pillow and throws it at him. Again, doesn't say nothing. This sounds like a song. So she's begging to get her ass beat. She leaves the room and she's like on the stairs. She's still hollering. And then she says something like, it's always just about black pieces of shit like him. (laughs) I got your piece of shit, girl. I got it right here in my back pocket. My nigga. You want to meet it? So that was me cranking my knuckles just then. I know you could hear it. You are so That's how mad I was. So then one of the producers comes up to her and says that they're going to have to put her in a hotel, which is what they do anytime it's like getting to a point where it people could fight her when right. they actually have fun. Right. So she gets mad at that. And she's like, me, why do I have to go to a hotel? She starts throwing stuff around in the rooms, goes and is like, you know, viciously packing up a bag at one point. And then she even says to the producers, like, are you going to pack? Are you going to carry my bag? That's right. Y'all can suck my dick or something like that. So she's being disrespectful to the producers now, too. They put her in a hotel. What is wrong with this bitch? She comes back the next day um, sober. And the guy, Leroy actually said to her the first time he, the first time she said anything black, black pussy or whatever, he said to her, you're going to be crying tomorrow and you're going to apologize to me. <laughs> Calm as fuck. He knew. Didn't say nothing. So then she comes back the next day, hungover, I'm assuming, comes into the room where Leroy is and the other guys. And she calls the the guy, Tony, who is the boy, the guy with the girlfriend who just cheated oh, on his girlfriend. Right, right, the guy right. he was like making out were on the bus. Mm-hmm. So she goes into the room. You shouldn't even say nothing to him because honestly, you should be leaving him and his girlfriend, his baby mama. Leave, leave all of, of them alone. Right. Goes in the room, says, Tony, can I speak to you for a second? Everybody in the room is like, Tony leaves and everybody's like, I would have expected that she would want to talk to Leroy. But okay. So she goes, pulls uh, Tony to the side and she's like, what happened last night? And he's like, do you not remember anything you said? She's like, I do, but I also kind of don't. Meaning like, I don't want to take responsibility for my shit. Then here comes the waterworks. She starts to cry. Uh, She's like, is it, is this the way that I was raised? Like... (laughs) Oh, yes, it is. Like, yeah, your mom is probably trash too, sis. Right. Yeah, it probably, probably is. Probably trash is ass all mama. through your bloodline. So, you know, they cry about it or whatever, and she's like, you know, I feel bad or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So then they have to go to the, the room with all of the other contestants and the host to vote who's going to go into the elimination round. She comes in and sits down. Leroy's like right by her, right next to her. Doesn't say a word. Everybody in the house knows what happened. Nobody says anything. The host comes in and is getting ready to, you know, start the whole segment off of, all right, you guys are ready to vote who's going to go into such and such or whatever. And Leroy it was like, TJ, sorry to cut you off, but uh, he turns to Camilla and he's like, do you have anything that you want to say about your actions last night? He had to actually acknowledge That's it for trick. anybody to even say anything about wow. the fact that he, this bitch called him a black pussy and said, it's always about black pieces of shit like this. And then Woo! was throwing shit around in the rooms and disrespecting the... the um, 
the production. Right. And came back in the house and sat down like she didn't have to say nothing. That bitch would have never acknowledged it at all if he didn't confront her with it. And MTV and the rest of them, I guess they didn't expect or want her to do nothing either. But they definitely had a half hour Race in America segment that aired after the episode I saw wow. on YouTube with her crying <laughs> some more. So this is my thing. You know, like, I, I understand. I feel like the bitch should have been kicked out of the house. I think she should have been sent home for the way that she spoke to him, the racially insensitive things that she, the racist shit that she was right. saying. And also for the way that she was behaving, she was acting violent. She put her hands on people and she was telling the the production to carry her bags and suck her dick. But Mm -mm. on one, like me, the first or second episode, two of the other black girls that got voted to go to that house, that redemption house, Mm -hmm. they went over there with this white boy, Shane, who I think is gay, um, who also happens to be the cheating boy's uh, brother. What? They went home or they went into the other house on that first day. Nobody knew about the house. Nobody in the main house knew about that house oh, at that time. Oh, the other house, okay. So they assumed that they had all just gone home. Uh-huh. But they were all there chilling or whatever with the the other two. So one of the black girls, I want to say her name was Simone, she asked like the other black girl and the white boy if they would grease her scalp. <laughs> that Why hilarious. would you ask a white boy to grease your scalp? They both said no. <laughs> and she, I guess, took offense to that or whatever because she was like, you know, I... I cook for everybody and I'm cleaning and stuff and I just wanted somebody to do this but fine just don't ask me for nothing so at one point there was an altercation that did not was not on camera I guess this was when they had to to move or something or whatever but they were all in a situation somewhere together where according to what they said afterwards the white boy slapped that black girl in her face twice over I don't know if they were I don't remember if they were arguing about that same thing or what but he apparently put hands on her oh, no. so they begin to actually fight this white I'm again assuming gay queen and this black girl Oh. Or whatever. And so they kicked him out of the house, but she broke a champagne bottle and they kicked her out of the house too. Damn. So But if you slap me, I can't break a champagne bottle over your head? Like I feel like that's <laughs> not over his head. Oh. She just broke the bottle. I, what's up? What? Oh, that's even less of a... So, like, I don't know if she was, like, like waving the broken glass around mm. like she was going to cut somebody or what. Um, but I feel like, honestly, to me, if she had to go home for that, I feel like Camilla should have gone home for the way that she was behaving, too. She may not have been waving knives and straight around, and I understand that if you send somebody home over some offensive shit that they say, that that can lead to complications or whatever later, because it's then, like, where do you draw the line? There was a guy who called somebody else, said somebody else had, like, a Down syndrome face, and he also happened to be disabled, so it was kind of like... Like, where did you even get off? You know, so I can get, like, why that may be complicated. I'm just mad, and I think she's trash, and I accidentally spoiled the season for myself before I got too deep into it. So I actually know that that same racist bitch wins the whole competition. Mm -hmm. They kept her in. She got to keep playing. She also got to send uh, decide who she wanted to send home that same day was never even going to address the racist shit y'all were never going to make her address the racist shit and she also got to take home a cash prize of one million dollars that she had to share with like one other contestant I believe so I just really wanted to take this opportunity to say that I believe that Camilla from MTV is absolute trash I think that you're disgusting not only for the racially disgusting horrible racist Trump like things that you said to this black man and to black people in general in this house but I also think that you trash for kissing somebody's boyfriend and forget and you had no problem getting fucked by a black boy on the first episode on the beach this is a mess 
Camilla's trash. I think that you suck at the game of life. You suck. Your mama suck. And everybody who had a hand in raising you sucks too. And you really, really, really lucky that you did not say that in the presence of a black woman because I'm sure Child. that the, the black women I saw that were in that house in this season of the competition, I really feel Anissa strongly that had they been in there. Anissa went off on the boy for calling a white girl or saying a white girl had a Down syndrome face. Like, she was, like, the one who was like, nah, nigga, get the fuck. say that? They were, like, freestyle dissing each other on the bus, and I mean, one but, of the girls said something about his game or something. I don't know what she said, but he said, like, she had a Down syndrome face. Oh He's missing, like, like, a good portion of, I think, his left hand. And so people are kind of like, why would you even, like, what? But Anissa was like, bitch, don't even come over here. Don't say nothing. You owe everybody a motherfucking apology. So I wish, and I don't even know if anybody said to Anissa when she came back into the house what Camilla said. Somebody needed to put hands on her behind that shit. The fact that she could say that shit, and I don't want to hear, and Leroy actually disappointed me a little bit by saying, I don't think... I don't think that you're racist. I think that you have a lot of stuff that you need to fix and you need to not be drinking and coming in here and apologizing the next day that like that shit is okay. Black people whatever, always gotta whatever. take the high road and be better than nah, the people bro. who are shit to us. Mm-mm. Fuck that. Getting drunk, especially that drunk, I don't know what happened yesterday kind of drunk, you may not behave the same way that you did when, the same way you would if you were sober, but being that blackout drunk brings a lot of honesty to the light. It brings a lot of your truth up to the forefront. The way you handle that honesty and truth may differ depending on whether you're like Mm -hmm. a violent drunk, you know, a a whore nephew drunk (laughs) or whatever kind of drunk. You know what I'm saying? But if you feel that way about a black, because everybody again in the house was like, what does him being black even have to do with anything? A, he wasn't talking to you. Mm -hmm. He wasn't talking about you. Bitch, we didn't even know he was in the room. That's just when the racist jumps out and you just can't even. It jumped out. It jumped out. The behavior you exhibited was racist, like the racist. (laughs) The Trump jumped out. (laughs) Trash. The MAGA jumped out. Yes, the MAGA. And I'm like, doubly mad that not only did she get to stay in the competition and they did not even really address it with her, but then she got to win. So I'm not even finishing the season, obviously. Everybody I thought was cute is gone now anyway. And I know that the racist wins. Mm -hmm. So I won't be watching it. And I probably won't watch the challenge ever again. I was really just doing it for nostalgia's sake, but I wasn't missing shit. No, you weren't. And honestly, you know, I know I'm too old for that shit. So I'm not even finna finna look that up. Watching them do the actual challenges is still fun. I've always liked that part. I've loved that part. Because sometimes I'd be like, bitch, I could have did that. Or like when they have like the trivia, they have like the trivia one. And like one of them spelled conniving wrong. (laughs) That would be, that would devastate me. Somebody got the the capital of Texas wrong. And like those, I'd be like, oh, I love some of the challenges. When they had to like eat nasty things. Those are fun to watch. But people just being complete dumbasses. (laughs) The nigga who cheated on his girlfriend and then was getting hot with production for talking about it like I refuse like I'm not this is something that my family and I have to deal with and it's nobody's business but mine and my family and the producer is like off camera with the caption on the screen and it's like you do know that there's 
footage of you of it. It's not private because you signed a contract saying we could tape your life. They're super petty now. <laughs> like real petty. Hey. When homeboy fucked that same racist girl on like episode one or whatever and they tried to act like he didn't, they brought an iPad out to him in the interview and were like, go ahead and press play and tell me what you see there. And it was him running <laughs> from the beach half naked with the girl. Woo! But you couldn't call a bitch out for being racist. Okay. That's real sure cute. Sure you couldn't. Thanks. Who produces this fuck shit? Man. Hold on. Is it Bunham and Murray? I bet it is. Bunham Murray? Bunham Murray. Y'all too. <laughs> Mary Ellison Jonathan. Bunham and Murray. Bunham and Murray. I'm tired. And that's that. Oh, all right. Well, um, And amen. also, real okay. quick. Yeah, it's fine. Netflix, what the fuck is IGTV? And why am I getting that before Netflix. I get... <laughs> Sorry. Instagram, what the fuck is IGTV? <laughs> And why am I getting this IGTV before I get my fucking feed in order? What is this? What is this? You will and never also, get your feed in order. what is this bullshit with me opening the app to a brand new picture and it immediately refreshing itself and then the picture being miles and miles away? You adding all of new features trying to be everybody else's goddamn social media platform before you fix the shit you started. All right. And I'm done. Well, I am going to keep it super brief because I don't I don't feel anywhere near as passionately about these things as you felt about that. You know, nothing to heal the world, but just things that got on my nerves. Um, but yeah, still in the same vein of reality TV. Oh, uh, RuPaul and that double save at the uh-huh. finale oh, boy. was garbage. I didn't watch it. <sighs> so Ru did another double save for Eureka and Aquaria. Shocked. Right? I'm Aren't really you just surprised. so stunned? So mm-hmm. I tweeted something about feeling even more confident that RuPaul don't like black people. Because, <laughs> I saw a lot of people say that. Yes, because then the final ended up being Camera, Aquaria, and Eureka, which I really didn't like because three bitches is too many for to try to keep your eyes on and judge who did the best in a lip syncing competition. It just is. It's too many for right. me. And I don't like it. I wouldn't have liked it even if Asia did get through to the finale. But the fact that... Right. And I will say this. I'm so not, wait, wait, hold on. How did the three of them end up getting to? Did because Cameron, Cameron and Asia had to lip sync. Asia had so Asia walked. Asia had some. Asia yes, Asia's the only one who did not make it to the. So they sent Asia. Home. Yes, Asia is the one. Asia, but double saved the other. Double two. saved Eureka and Aquaria. I'm so glad I'm I didn't watch this. So I was so over like. So I watched it. I was not surprised that Asia lost that competition. But then Aquaria and Eureka battled. And I was like, why is Eureka still here? (laughs) Like, sis keeps on with this tired ass kick. She loves kicking up that right leg when she don't have nothing else left. And that one ass Whoville shit that she be wearing on her head. Fucking over it. And so for Rue to do another double save to make sure all three white queens made it to like the very last lip sync. But that nigga that spoke up. You get but your ass Asia off that may, stage now, and I'm not even. I'm not. Even, I'm not even going to get into the butterfly controversy. I will let the stands. I don't know I will let you that. drag racers handle that. I don't know anything about. I, I heard gonna... something about butterflies, and I saw a gif of live butterflies on the ground <laughs> on the stage. I don't know what that. I don't know what that was. About. Apparently, they weren't dead. They just did not feel like flying and being part of the show that day. <laughs> you can't tell them what to do. But everybody was like, "Oh my god, Asia and these dead butterflies. What are you doing?" So <laughs> I was not shocked that Asia didn't make. It. But to turn around and do a double save on Eureka's tired ass once again, I was just like, okay. 
Right, because Eureka is the one who got the double save the first time. And wasn't it Aquaria that was was the one that was bitching about the double save? Because it was like, well, I know that if there is a double save, I won't be in the one. I won't be in it. And then you were. You were anyway, weren't you, girl? Because RuPaul just has to switch. Paving ways for the white queen. So I was just really disgusted by that. And it did feel like. Asia was specifically targeted to me because she dared talk back to RuPaul and tell RuPaul that he was foolish. I mean, shit. how could it not feel that way? I mean, it was right, that episode right. just last week. So I was week. just like, you know what? My hunch was right, and we'll see how I feel when the next season of Drag Race comes along and whether I will be just put all white queens Why anywhere not? near deep into it. Um, they started with so many. Black Shout girls. out to everybody who told me that I think Aquaria and Cameron or Aquaria and Cracker, it would be Cracker, are the ones who like reach out to their fans and tell them all the time, hey, stop being racist little shits or whatever. So I, I am glad that. that there are some white queens who are willing to address it. Yeah, there but are a few. I want way more of that and I want RuPaul it, to not be the way RuPaul is. It would be nice though to have RuPaul do it since it's RuPaul's drag race. Right. It's not Aquaria's drag race. And we are... You know, right. these people have been brought together right. under your umbrella. So, so and you black, and um, you're also just black. One, yeah, that's also. I mean, it's right there. But you know, shout out to Vixen and the Black Girl Magic shows. I know there's one coming up. I think in Detroit in a couple weeks that I wish I could make it to. Oh, one day to schedules are gonna allow, turnt. and I can go. But um. Uh, also, really quickly, Nicki Minaj has clearly <laughs> dived off the fucking deep end. <laughs> Don't know what's wrong with this bitch. Like, honestly, there's, starting to there's be con- something. Starting I to told be concerned. You. There's starting, something wrong starting with Starting to be concerned because you seem unwell, girl. You. <laughs> she posted that video of that stiff ass, tired ass twerk in that pool. And somebody commented and was like, girl, you're too stiff. And she said, you too pressed, too mad, too ugly, and your forehead too big. Get off my page. I'm living my best life on vacation. Bed is the number one added song on Urban Radio this week. Suck my dick. It's too good. Somebody else got called a raccoon with a receding hairline. And she said, would you like me to purchase you a few of them wigs so you can go on too? It's all love. Blah, blah, blah. This was... I want to say all this was late last month when she first started responding to people on her Instagram. And I thought, okay, you're doing a lot, Nicholas, but also these people are on your Instagram. So, right. you know, it does make sense. I, I'm not ever going to say that a celebrity should not, should not ever reply. Mm-hmm. However, you should be very careful about the words you use and the way you choose to reply. So I thought, you're doing a lot, but those people are on your Instagram. If you want to hate, go hate on The Shade Room or hate on your own Instagram. I did see a lot of it on The Shade Room and did think I, Nikki is responding a lot that. more now. She I've, is responding a lot more, and she did it when The Shade Room posted about that shit with her and Lil Uzi when Uzi said he wanted to start a fund for... XXX Temptation's family. Okay. You know, that little nigga died. Yeah. So, and Nikki retweeted and said she would be honored to help. And so somebody commented on the shade room and said, oh, How about that. Justice for Junior? Mm-hmm. And she decided to go in on this little girl. How come you didn't put Uzi name to sis? I only know how to get some comments or likes in the comment section off of other black women. Show me what you donated to Junior, then I'll show what it's I like did. It's like, or word. you could just not do all that. Timing. Like, <laughs> What are you doing, Nikki? What's happening? What are you doing? What's going so on? again, I'm like, okay. 
don't really like the way that you're responding to people and now they're not even on your Instagram. So why don't you just unfollow the shade room since (laughs) it's getting your blood pressure up so damn bad. But this past week she came from a writer who I have admired for a few months now because she wrote an essay about how ghetto black girls, hood black girls are basically the genesis of all the things the rest of you niggas love and care about so much and yet you hate them more than everybody else (laughs) and when i read it i was just like this is a wig snatch not just for the whites but for a lot of you um i almost said something disparaging (laughs) for a lot of you um you ivy league blacks who think that you're better than you jack and jill blacks yeah you uh we're light-skinned and only date other light-skinned blacks you come from money and privilege and you're the only black people in your subdivision black she came for a lot of y'all's ass yeah so i've admired her since then and um this young lady tweeted late last month You know how dope it would be if Nikki put out mature content? No silly shit. Just reflecting on past relationships, being a boss, hardships, etc. She's touching 40 soon. A new direction is needed. Now, this is something lots of us have said about Nicki Minaj. And many other artists. Included, yes. Because I... One thing I do want to see in artists is growth. I do not expect to see you making the same music 10 years apart. Right. Simply don't. Somebody showed Nikki this tweet. Hell, maybe Nikki is searching her name. That must be exhausted. Not exhausting. I really I don't know how she saw it. To believe there was no at used in this. Right. So either somebody tagged her in it, which y'all need to quit doing. Stands or, do that for everybody. Yeah, they do. So I don't know what happened, but she DM this girl, which I felt was even worse because, like, what are you so ashamed of? Why are you putting whatever you have to say? Why aren't you saying it in public where everybody else can see it? That's Why would you point. go in somebody's DMs? I didn't and say even think this? about that. So she DM'd this girl and said, When your ugly ass was 24, were you pushing 30? I'm 34. I'm touching 40. LOL. Okay, so first of all, this young lady said she would like to see more mature content from you, and you had to point out that you're not technically pushing 40. Of all the things that was said in that tweet, that's what you decided to focus on? Okay, all right. So she said, LOL, and what does that have to do with my music? Eat a dick, you hating asshole. Got the nerd yep. to have a Trini flag on your page. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Maybe she's Trini, bitch. What do you... I'm certain that she is. Do you think everybody... Every Trini from, person every is Trini supposed person to just Every Trini person just has to you. ride for you, no matter... Like, the Trini flag is the Nicki Minaj flag? She's supposed to not be proud of being Trini because she, she said, had a criticism? You must not have heard the pink print or pills and potions, bed of lies. I don't see the issues I did. I said, the problem is that I did hear pills and potions <laughs> and bed of lies, and they were both awful. Save me. My recent feature with Alicia Keys, Tasha Cobbs. Just say you're jealous. I'm rich, famous, intelligent, pretty, and go. But Yo. wait. Leave my balls. Tired of you sucking them. I dropped my oh, album almost four balls. years ago. My bad. I'm 35. That was my favorite part. Dumb. What? How many pills and potions are it? What are, are, are the like, shrooms hidden on for you what not to know? the fuck? <laughs> Bruh. And I believe that Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj is a Sag. So, like, your birthday was months ago. <laughs> how do you not know how It's like old... it was a couple weeks after your birthday, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, nigga, I'm, I'm 35 Sometimes, now. right. Sometimes you have a moment where you're like, am I 34, 35, 33? What's going on? But, like, before you jump in somebody's DMs to drag them... <laughs> You would want to make sure you were correct about Get the your basics. own your age own. right. See, sometimes when you lie about things for too long, you Ooh. remember what is the truth. That's but anyway, true. so at 31, how about you get like me? Why don't you ask me to help you get rich? Been on top and I ain't going nowhere, ho. Tongue emoji. Winking face. <laughs> side laughter face. I don't. This is so extra. 
it <laughs> and so of course it's very childish so this young lady took screenshots of this like duh on twitter the stand said it was photoshopped so then she yeah, went sure. into the screen recording and recorded herself opening her dms like no it is not photoshopped I am not bored like you children are. I wouldn't. I don't have any reason to make this up. Your fave is really going in people's DMs to cuss them out because they said they want more mature content, like From a things that reflect woman. where she is in life, like <laughs> things that matter a little bit more than the massive dicks that you come in contact with and all the money you have. And you turned around and made it about all the money you have and how successful you are. And how you're not really pushing 40, so don't say that. First of all, bitch, it's nothing wrong with pushing 40. You tell me I'm pushing 40, I'm going to say it is better than the alternative. (laughs) Would rather be pushing 40 than pushing daisies. Amen, amen. Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love aging. It's so fun. Thank you. I love it. Yes, girl, every day a little bit closer. Yes, girl, thank you. Like... (laughs) Being mad about that is insane, especially because this girl was not even saying Nikki's old ass need to sit down. It was just, right. how about we get something a little bit more mature from this girl? So, of course, the stands have been going. They are just doing the absolute Fuck, fucking most. As the barbs, you know, it's summer vacation. They have nothing but time. <laughs> right. Nothing but time. Nobody This is about, this isn't about the barbs. This is about Nicki Minaj. What's going on? What is going, like what honestly? Somebody, no, I think, no, I know. Well, I don't know. Let me rephrase. I strongly believe that Nicki Minaj has surrounded herself with nothing but yes men. That's Absolutely. why she thinks Chun Li is good. Is good. <laughs> that's why. That's why she thinks Bed is good. That's why she thinks that. What was that other single? Barbie things. Barbie things. That's why she thinks that. That's why is she good. put out that video. That's why she thought that video was good. That's why she thought that twerking shit was cute. That's why she put out a video of herself yesterday or the day before opening Chanel bags and squealing like a child. I mean, going, like sound effects like you would expect a cartoon to do. And I'm just like, so sick. I genuinely think she'd be high. Mid-30 Nicki Minaj. Okay, I'd be high too. No, not off that. Right, I'd be high off natural shit. However, like girl, mid-30s, pushing 40, whatever. We're too old for this behavior. All of this. We're too old. You were too old. You are too rich yes, and have been famous for entirely too long, for a very long to time. still be reacting like Cardi B. And even Cardi B has chilled the fuck out. She was like, you know what? I think I've realized that these niggas are crazy. They always going to be crazy. So I'm going to sit back, just ate this baby, and mind my business. Now, I done gave her a compliment. Right. Next week, she'll be right back yep, on y'all's asses. Will. And to be perfectly clear and honest with y'all, I'm not on Team Barb or Team Carb. I'm on team good rap music. So I'm going to call it like I see it with both of them hoes. Absolutely. And Nikki is doing entirely too fucking much. I I want you to just close your eyes and picture Beyonce Giselle Knowles Dash Carter hopping into somebody's Instagram DMs because they said something critical about Beyonce's music and they wish she would do something else. Why would she do a such thing? Why would she? For what? She literally would. You can't picture it because it would never happen. (laughs) Because Beyonce, first of all, barely speaks to us. And when she does, she just posts pictures on Instagram with no fucking caption. And be like, feel however you feel about it. Tickets are on sale now. You're going to be at my fucking shows. And that's the end of it. She has no reason. Like Beyonce speaks to us at the concert. How y'all doing? Y'all ready? Y'all ready to dance? Thank you so much. (laughs) 
That's it. Thank you so much, Beehive. I do this for you. Love y'all so much. And then you her show me so much love every time. That stage, and she's gone. And she's gone. That is it. Because Your when you are, tr- you don't even have to really be rich to act like that. You don't even have to do really be time. successful to act like that. Do it all the time. What you have to be is secure in yourself There's and who you are. That's it right there. To act like that. that is you it. don't have to be on Beyonce level to not reply to nope. people. You have to be secure about yourself, your yep. work, and your life. And Nicki Minaj is shook. And you can tell. It's down <laughs> it's to the so foundation. Clear. Right. And it's unnecessary. You're feeling very nervous about it because as crazy as the barbs get, what they're not doing is streaming your shit. Oh, are they not? They, oh, no. They're not streaming a goddamn thing. And they're over here so excited because I think Chun-Li hit the top 10 that first week and then dropped to like number 44 the next week. So y'all are doing the least to support your fave. You have lots of things to tweet about on the Internet in her defense. However, your girl needs to wake the fuck up, grow the fuck up, log the fuck off and and check herself into like some serious spiritual review she needs to maybe take some deep breaths have her some cbd water and just really (laughs) reflect on some of the decisions she's made you are at the point in your career where you can dictate where it goes absolutely you can talk about what you want to talk about nikki has been on top for so long unchallenged for so long and now that there are all these girls coming up it's not just Cardi City Girls is coming up and I know old girl just went free to free JT till it's I, motherfucking uh, backwards I know JT just got locked up but I think she'll be out before the end of the year I think so so they gonna be they gonna be right back it's all these different girls popping up and it's you starting to get nervous about your place but you so know what you have to do when you start feeling nervous get back in the fucking lab and work you the one who said that if we hear Nicki Minaj spit Nicki Minaj wrote well, what we've been hearing lately is trash. <laughs> Who is to blame for that? If Nicki Minaj needs to lay off the drugs and the alcohol or partying or whatever the fuck, I don't know what she does for advice. But if she needs to switch everything up and go sit down, meditate, and write some brand new. And I, th- I honestly think. If I had to throw pills and potions out there, I would just <laughs> say, oh, we're cis. Let's Google mature. Even in like interviews, was it Zane Lowe or whatever when she did the, yes. to drop that song off? Like that whole interview I was watching and I was just like, what is what is she on right now? Like she was in a good mood for the majority of the interview, but the way she would speak and like the voices and stuff, like she's always been animated. But as yes. of late, I've just been it's like, just, something is something a little is off. off. Yes. And then this kind of behavior yes. just completely reflects yes, all of that. It does. And I do think it has a lot to do with her being insecure about her status right now mm-hmm. in terms of a musician, which again, I will say is unnecessary. I don't think that, I think the only way that Nicki Minaj is going to go away is because Nicki Minaj sent herself away. You made all mm-hmm. of the wrong decisions that lent you into, you know what I'm saying? Because people are going to pay attention. People are going to support just based off of all of the work she's done to be here today. Right. Right. Chun-Li don't have to be a good song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She can still shoot videos, perform the shit on Saturday Night Live, get the barbs to, you know, rant, rant and rave about it and fuss at all of us to buy the shit and do whatever <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's not... To me, it's kind of silly to be insecure about anything at this point. It but is. it does seem like because that's exactly what the fuck is going security on. security that the barbs and the rest of us can only dream about. The, only, the rest of us can only dream about the kind of financial security that Nicki Minaj has. She know that. She said you bitches can't spell And you her. love telling... You love showing and telling us how rich you are. So how come that's not enough, Nicki? 
What's keeping you up at night? What's bothering you in your spirit to where you come after people for these little throwaway comments that could so easily be ignored? And instead of there's a way to respond to valid criticism Mm -hmm. and have have like a debate with somebody or a conversation with them if you really want to do that. She didn't even address anything that the girl actually said. Nothing about the actual pills and potions, though. Right. Bed of lies. You must not have heard pink print. Bitch, we all heard pink print. What are you talking about? I will always respect. I see you ain't mentioned. I'm wrong reloading. (laughs) I see you ain't mentioned Massive Attack. Girl, just tell the girl you ain't trying to make no motherfucking mature music because your fans don't know nothing about what it's like to be 35. Them niggas ain't never paid taxes. They don't know what it's like to send money to the fucking islands. Them (laughs) niggas are still in homeroom. That's why you're making childish music and behaving childishly because the people who make you your money are children. Are children. And that's that's fine. fine. Get these kids money. What? There's nothing wrong with that. But like coming after people the you way you are coming after and you people. You're ugly and you're poor. You broke and you trash. Just say you want eggs. <laughs> Just say you want my money. Just say you want my body. Just say That's you want so my baby. Like, girl, or you could grow the fuck up. Up, I just Nikki. cannot imagine, and we've said this about so many celebrities, cannot imagine having that much money, that much access, Bitch. and being this pressed about a regular ass comment. Do you know that I saw some shit I on Instagram just a couple of days ago? Some whole uh, hotep call to action for some niggas who was mad at us, talking about, oh, you yes. know. I did see that. Love that Instagram. It was so loved funny. it. It was so funny. Linked to the breakup with him video and talking about we're bad for the black community. Yeah. We're trying to destroy black, we're straight divided. black men. And straight black men from the rest of us. We, we have to show it. up and 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 show that it's not right. And we da 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 da. And now I we've been invited to Essence where we can further right, divide, further the, community. divide the community. <laughs> I posted a bunch of laughing emojis and then blocked it. It's so funny. Can you imagine me diving into this nigga's DMs and being like, "You're just mad because you're poor bitch. and nobody sees it for you." And I don't give a fuck what Anubis or Sekhmet or Horus or none of them other bitches got to say <laughs> right. to you because we're that bitch. And I'm you're not nothing. Do it. What? I'm not going to do it. I commented and I said, you forgot to mention that we're the first podcast to be integrated at Essence. <laughs> Otherwise, I really loved this. <laughs> what do I look like shitting on you for your ridiculous opinion when I could just log off and go smoke some weed in my apartment? Hello? If I had like doing regular money, money things. Right, regular money. She's talking about a bitch who has all of this money never Child. shies away from telling us. Child, I would be hopping a charter and a flight to Barbados, the south of France, wherever the fuck I wanted to go. Anytime the internet got on my nerves if I had Nicki Minaj money. But no, she would rather attack people knowing that the Barb's is going to go after anybody that she comes to. Not to mention homeboy that, you know, she just told the Barb's to go and beat his ass on oh, side right. or whatever the other day. God damn, I forgot about that. <laughs> Like maybe two. If somebody, anybody out there who's listening to this and you know Nicki Minaj personally, reach out and make sure. Ask if she's good. Okay, for real. Like for real, for real. For real, real, because I don't think she is. She seems like the type to say uh, yes, even though uh, even though it's it's no, right. And like I said, aside from you know the whole Cardi B being told that she's the hottest chick in the game right now, and you're used to hearing that for the past almost ten years, and then the whole shit with your disgusting ass brother getting locked up, and people you know involving you in that whole story, and all of that type of shit, Remy Ma. Put it on a whole fucking track that people were saying was going to ruin your career. Like she's being a, a celebrity of that magnitude is already, I'm sure, difficult on the psyche. And then dealing with all of this other shit that she's had to deal with. But then you again used a great example in Beyonce, who you claim to have a relationship with, right. you've performed with, done songs with, she things has like allowed that. Allowed you to I'm be sure that you have close. Why at would least you- an email. 
You know what I'm saying? Why are you not at least taking her Let example? Let some of the Beyonce rub off on Please. you. Please. Let some of it rub off. People are talking about her kids. They said the bitch wasn't pregnant. They said she didn't have her kids herself. Blue Ivy won hers. They said, you know, all, all of this stuff about her about husband. Her hair, oh, all of these things. And all not of this once stuff. did Beyonce reply to anybody, much you less jump in their fucking DMs. You whack poor hoe. You know what? She puts that in her music and reminds us that we're poor there. She gave us bow down. <laughs> yes, okay? she, did. she came at us with that type she of shit. She gave Keisha Cole bow down and <laughs> right. said, Don't you ever again put your lips in the Not only are you not talking about me, you will not talk about <laughs> none of my friends. My friends, my friends. Better than yours. Better than your friends. Like, I just don't. It's sad. It's a sad situation going on over there. So if you know Miss Minaj, please check in with her. I hope that she gets well soon. Not even a DM that says, I'm going to take a mature flight to the south of France. How about that? You mean, like, you're a hoe, you're ugly. Like, what is You're what 35. Is what is And wealthy. Allegedly, 35 with a question mark in parentheses next to <laughs> You're 35-ish. What is going on here, girl? I don't get it. So, yeah. When you could have just put out those wax songs and honestly just wrote and out the wave of those yep. and then done another could've, album later. That would have been too much like right. All right. Well, that is going to wrap up this very long mailbag episode of The Read. Oh, shit. Hope you guys enjoyed it on this uh, holiday that I'm not celebrating. Fuck America. Won't but, be doing you know, it. I will fix myself a drink. I, I mean, guess. if you're having barbecue. I'm not barbecue. I am not cooking tomorrow. I'm saying if those of you, if you have a barbecue. Oh, right. No, if you are barbecuing. You're offering barbecue. It might me, but no, yes. I will not um, Check us out at thisistheread.com. Follow us on social at thisistheread. We will see y'all at Essence this weekend. Hey. See if we get up. picketed. Have a good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, see if there are some black men's right activists with protest signs out. They're in gonna front be of out the there joy. with scepters and shit. Make sure you take a picture where it says the read live sold out. Make sure you take a picture right there. And Love tag me it. In it. Thank you so much, Kid Fury. Any news from you this week? Um. No. No. Okay. Any acronyms? Or are we just getting the fuck out of here? Let's just get on out of here. Now be good to yourselves. Time. Be good to those around you mm-hmm. take care of yourself your mind body and soul and we'll see you next week all right bye y'all